thing. That's why I started on the space thing was that we need to push to not allow them to do secret ballots. Remember in Ohio when the GOP got together and they were going to select who they're going to put forward for a vote, right? Mm-hmm. They closed the doors. Remember, it was a shit show nationwide. You can't do that. It's a process that we're supposed to see. Well, the GOP and the DNC do that shit all the time. And for Speaker of the House, the GOP closed the doors, had backroom discussions, and decided who they're going to put up. And that was Steve Scalise. And it's like, wait a minute, why are you doing this behind closed doors? We should see what kind of deals you're cutting with the Democrats. We should be in on this. And here's what Matt Gates came out to say. Well, I might have to give it to Scalise because they said that they'll give us all of these, which is not guaranteed, by the way. Right? As long as we don't have the, you know, the vacate uh, uh, the, the house seat mm-hmm. so that we can't remove the speaker. The fuck we will, because those aren't guaranteed. Just because we say, hey, we want to make sure border security and border this. It doesn't mean shit unless it's in writing. And that way we can remove and eject someone from Congress immediately. It's not happening. And we should start getting stronger as a people telling them, no, we should be melting their phone lines, you know, burning that shit down, making their email so full that they have to start reading shit. Right. And, 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 and tweeting and tagging and pushing. No, this is not okay. We need to start having a bigger say and people need to get up off their asses waiting for someone to save them and get to work. Excuse me. I said the A word. (laughs) <laughs> that's okay we said a few other words earlier uh we have a special guest joining us uh here he is hello hello we got joe here hey joe how, how are, are you? you i'm good i'm better now so, i was sitting in my office we were going through a bunch of stuff on tech stuff on uh the frank speech platform and i go wait a minute is that tory and I wasn't invited to the party. Uh, this is not right. <laughs> well, I was texting with, um, uh, you know, Paulo because I was I'm hosting a space where I'm streaming it to other places too, where people don't use Twitter, so they can listen in on the conversation um, of actually doing some action, you know, with Dustin and Jennifer. Yeah. Of, you know, putting a list together and telling them this is what we want. We want this shit in writing, and you know, you can't have back door back room smoky deals you know with secret ballots and then say okay here's the guy we're putting up it's like that's not how it works oh so hold hold that thought take me down for a minute okay joe's gone for a sec <laughs> he's got a call um no but i yeah, was uh just I a gonna... sorry god no i was gonna tell him that our common friend contacted me about the israeli thing too i will make sure that he uh received that message yeah, but uh, yeah, I was following that space. Um, but you know, before I went live, I was listening to some of it while I was doing some of the work. And you know, this is this is the other thing that really frustrates me about this whole situation. You know, you asked me how I feel about it earlier. Is it's like the same? Just it's like they do the Men in Black flash thing. Like they have the little flasher. And just everyone's memory's gone. Like all these things in the news, no one's talking about anything going on in the house, all this money to Ukraine. We have the SBF trial, Carolyn Ellison's testifying. You have all this more information coming out about the Biden stuff and the Hunter laptop. And, and like all of it's just gone. And all of a sudden everyone's on, on for war while we literally every day continue to see our own nation money. invaded. It's, it's just retarded. It and you know, you, it money. makes me remember the PMC conversations that you were having, like how stupid mm-hmm. this is. Like everyone's going destroy Hamas, kill Hamas, do this. Like, listen, I, there are evil people who do really evil things. That is absolutely true. Yeah. 
absolutely bad things are happening. But how do you, especially after the last few years, how does anyone even know that Hamas is doing this? Like, who's paying exactly. them? How, do, how does exactly. anyone even have confidence in that anymore? Exactly. That's my point. And remember when I talked about we're going to war with China and everyone ignored me. And I was like, I have documents. Here they are. The, the right-wing media, all these big guys, Bonginos, Bannons, all of them, they excluded that from their reporting. And now everyone's like, hey, we're headed for war with China. Yeah, in 2025. And that's if they succeed in all their operations and we need to stop it, you know, or the PMCs. Why do you think I was talking about that? Because it's a private military contracting company that's doing all this shit in Israel. It's a fucking show. It's like 9-11 all over again. And then people are saying, if you don't stand with Israel, you stand with terrorists. The fuck I do. It's like I had to defend Rashida Tlaib. Okay. I came out supporting Ilhan Omar. I literally, I, I literally supported Omar today. What is wrong with me? I know, and I, th- that's the thing. I had to come out and support Rashida because someone was like, "Look at this, she's flying her stupid Palestinian flag," and I was like, "Listen, I don't like her. I think she's a national security threat. I think she's dumb, and you know she shouldn't be there. Who? And it's scary, especially you know dubious is the way she migrated to. Who are we US. talking I'm to? Just saying. But uh, hold on, Joe. Joe, just jump mother. back on one second. She, yeah. She's talking about uh, Rashida Tlaib right now. Oh yeah. So, dude, yeah. bro, I came out and actually agreed with Ilhan Omar publicly on Twitter. She was actually coming to the defense of Rashida Tlaib because this is how stupid this has gotten. Who came to the oh, defense of? Wait, wait, hold on, wait, hold, how, how could we be on their the side flag? ever? It's like, what if Greece was under war and I was in Congress and I had a Greek flag? Does that mean that I'm a terrorist? What the f- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Tlaib is a terrorist. I know she is. She's not a, she's not good. She's a national security threat. I agree. I couldn't right. even believe she was on the intelligence committee. I agree. But I mean, did, you heard about the Iranian people, woman, right? Yeah, but if we allow our influencers show to sit there and say she has that Palestinian flag, right? Then we're just encouraging more blurring of the lines of what is actually a terrorist thing and what isn't. You have to be straight and truthful. I Look, I shared, I shared your post. I shared yeah. your post when you talked about, especially when you talk about, and it came right up, you talk about the fact that it's the same thing that Hitler did. Wiping two oh, and I a half that. million it's people a playbook. off. Yeah. Absolutely. I it's, agree with you. A thousand percent. It's terrible. it's terrible. And you know our common friend overseas that I introduced you to without mentioning the country or name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was one of the people today that contacted me to tell me that there's a plan to target Jewish communities within the U.S. on soft targets. And so, you know, uh, I I hope that this is an orchestrated plan just to force the American people's opinion to join the war, which is going to go full out third world war. Because if we still focus on the thing that Iran did it when they didn't, because Joe, you were with me in June when I was talking with Paul uh, Gosar about the money, that shit was going to Syria and fucking Benghazi. Right. It was not going to Iran. And now there's reports and cables going through that it's PKK that's that's gotten it. That's why we did that. I was talking to him about those PMCs. And this is the problem that we have. We have people that have an audience, have a platform, and they're pushing the dead, beheaded babies. Guess what? It was confirmed by Israel that it wasn't real. And we just had Joe Biden go on TV and say it was. Um, do we want to, I agree with you. President Trump's getting ready to speak right now. Correct. Isn't that exciting? What's that? It's exciting. I can't wait to see what he says. 
Um, are we going to switch over and bring you on? And, and uh, can you get on on or no? Huh? No, I'm streaming a space right now. Yeah, she's on, on Twitter. Space. WeChat and Kakao and Rumble and YouTube and Facebook because people don't get on X, you know, to join the conversation on this secret ballot shit. Well, we got to get rid of the machines. We got to get rid of the mail-in ballots. There's no, there's no yeah, second. There's no, there's no other way. The secret ballots in Congress too. They yeah. pick Scalise behind closed doors, and you know what I want to know? I want to know what Scalise gave them to convince them, because this is all about money. Hey, can we talk about dirty feds and the conservative dirty movement? Dirty feds? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. What do you want to say about dirty feds? There's a lot of them. The ones that are orchestrating <laughs> the Israeli soft target attack. Which ones? Yeah, I mean, look, the dirty feds that are just among us, that are the, you know, the quote-unquote. Dude, I have people that said on Friday on my space, that, and I kid you not, Friday we should all go out with our Second Amendment and bring our guns out. And I'm like, Friday, okay. when they plan this Israeli soft coup attack. Apollo, like someone's pushing hold, on, propaganda. hold on, Tori, Tori, Apollo, put up in the background, put us on the sides and put up in the background President Trump actually getting ready to speak so that when he comes on, we can just switch over and listen. Okay. While we're doing everything else, um, that'll be good. So we're gonna we're gonna go to the live video. You know what I'll do? Hey, I'll pop uh, off Apollo and end my stream, and then um, we can get on together. You can send me a link so I can do it from my computer. Because well, I want to listen to Trump with you guys. Yeah, that'd be awesome. There's awesome. a lot a lot to go over, so okay. we can we can talk about it there. Okay, too. I'll hop off and I'll, I'll text you. Okay, cool. Okay, bye. Yeah, so th- this will make it easier for us to, you know, just literally talk about this massiveness. And I'll put it out there that we're going to stream. Let me just put it out there. We're going to stream President Trump speaking. Stream. Tell you what, while I'm setting this up, I'm going to go to a quick commercial break. All right, perfect. It's a super good song. Really, really good song. All right. So let's uh, let's take a minute. Um, we're going to put the President Trump speaking in the background. I just want to ask you a question. You know, I wasn't supposed to be on tonight. I was just listening. I saw Tori was on. and uh, but I, But I have to ask you this question. When you see someone on TV, when you see someone on TV that's that's dying, gets stabbed, or you see a, a, a you know them killing people over in the Middle East, or um, do you do you really feel connected to it? And connected to it, meaning you know they they run. We can't ever tell what's true. I mean, they lie to us about everything. And, and Tori was talking about how they're meeting behind closed doors and and. Uh, in Congress, and so they're not doing anything transparently. Our elections aren't transparent. Our, our our president was our presidency was stolen, but every other position was stolen as well. So you have the positions of all the way downstream, DAs, county clerks, you name all the way down. You have to you have to fall in line, or you do not get elected. And it's not what the American people, because if it was what the American people wanted, then people wouldn't run around. You know, slandering with impunity and using wrap-up smears in order to get people afraid to vote for certain candidates. 
because of the overwhelming support for just courage. And so do you feel connected to what you see? Do you feel connected to when you see a body get dragged through the streets? And the issue that I have is I've, I've seen that death. I've seen, you know, everyone talks about it. They see it on TV and, oh, yeah, I see it on TV. I've seen death. I feel connected to it because I've seen it, because I've been there. I've, I've seen death. And nobody actually wants to be involved in a, in a war environment. Nobody wants to. Nobody would want that for their own people. And so it's, it's not an RPG for me. It's not a role-playing game. Here we go. Give me a sec. Is it a role-playing game? Is it a role-playing game for you, Apollo? I can hear you. It's not a role-playing game. It's, it, this is real. This is, this is literally people dying in the streets, people that normally just getting up, going to wherever they're dying in the streets. Now, I don't know how much of it is, is propaganda. I don't know how much of it is made up. I don't know how much of it is true. I do know that people are dying. So then let's talk about terrorists. Who's the terrorist? I mean, you have Hamas running around saying that Israel is terrorist. You have Israel running around saying Hamas is terrorist. Well, it depends on whose needs you're actually fulfilling. I would argue that we are terrorists. In large form, we have terrorized people all over the world. You say, Joe, you're an American. Look, I mean, uh, th- this, is where it gets, this is where it gets messy. 90% of the people in this country have never left the border, besides going to Mexico. If you take Mexico out of the equation, Apollo, what do you think it is, 90%? Yeah, 90%? probably. So that means 90% of the people out there have never been to a foreign nation. They've never been to a foreign land. So I look at it and go, you don't know. You've, you've never seen it. So all the experience in the world. <laughs> What's her name? Campbell Toe Harris. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris said, I've never been to Europe either. How in the world are you the vice president and you, you're, you've never been out of California? That's like a real thing. You've never been to the border, and I've never been to Europe either. <laughs> you're, you're not elected and for you're Europe. Going, and Europe, by the way, is a continent, <laughs> right? It's not a specific place. It's a continent. Like it's it's really big, and you've never been to any part of that. Th- these are the pr- these are the problems that I have. These are the problems that I have, and my and my issue is is that. We, we keep being told who we have to hate. You need to hate Russia. I don't hate Russia. You have to hate Hamas. I don't hate Hamas. I think they're brutal murderers. You have to hate Israel. Nope. But I've seen a... Look, I've seen... I've, I partnered with a Palestinian. Okay? Who came via Lebanon. He was a partner. I was in business with him. The guy was the biggest liar this side of the planet. That relationship lasted nine months. He lied about everything. And I was like, "This, I'm done with this guy. Yeah, I'm done with him. I remember, and I, <laughs> I remember walking into the business, and he's taking stuff out. And I go, where are you going? He goes, well, I got to go feed my family. And I was like, feed your family with, with food from the restaurant? Yeah, no. Put it back in the freezer. Put it back in the freezer. And I'm not talking like taking normal food. This is a restaurant deal that I've invested in. I'm not talking like taking food that was cooked. Like I'm going to take some food home to my family. I'm talking about taking large steaks, <laughs> like the whole flank steak, like, like 40 pounds of meat. I'm just going to walk out with it. 
I'm going to go feed my family. I'm thinking to myself, no, you're not. The next day I closed the business. I was like, I'm done. Took a big bath. But it was better than being partners with a guy that would steal from you. Likewise, I've been in business with my business partner's Jewish. And he's amazing. But I've been in partners with with a with a, a, a Jewish guy in another business, and he was terrible. And he wasn't terrible to me. He was great to me. But he would chop he would chop your face off just as soon look at you. As far as the, the customers. He didn't care. He was brutal. He would make money and he did not care. He was just all about making money. So I guess what I'm saying is, is that there's certain thresholds for people's behavior and there's just really bad people. And we want to say that one specific group of people are bad. And I would argue, I would argue that there are terrible, terrible people that are extremists. But the extremism that exists today is not on the MAGA side. It's not on the, the people that are on the right, typically. Now, when you get closer to that far, far, far extremist right, you know, these, these Nazis, it touches. It literally, it's, it's actually a continuum. Pie is the real thing. It comes all the way back around, and the radical left and the radical right, they are the same thing. You couldn't tell them apart. If they were in the room, you wouldn't even know they were different. Well, I do have Tori. Tori is back. she here? Here, Tori. how are you? Are you going to come yes. on? Am I going to be able to see you? Oh, you're not. You're not going to oh, show no. yourself. You are going to no, show I'm yourself. Not gonna yes, you are. You no, I've yourself. been working. No, no, I can't. I don't have a camera. Well, no, I, I'm lying. I do. <laughs> you have a camera. camera. <laughs> you just told me about your life. Look, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to share something like you know, just to break the break the 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 the, the feeling because I'm so down these days. Um, I was on a trip and I think I was bitten by something and I have like the most insane. Um, spread of something. So I'm on, I look like a hot mess right now. I look like a hot mess every day. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, But I got red blotches everywhere. I got, (laughs) I'm on antibiotics and steroids right now. So (laughs) it's pretty bad. Uh, You know, Florida, I just realized has a lot of different animals, bears, pumas, panthers, alligators. Like it's a zoo. Frogs uh, and the typical raccoon. I'm like, in Ohio, we have raccoons. That that third thing, South Florida literally was driving by a sign that had a wild cat. Yeah, that had a wild cat, and I was like, "What is that? Oh, it's just they have panthers or pumas here." I'm like, "What? Like you know, (laughs) and bears and everything, and and (laughs) big spiders, and apparently something." I had a Cuban tree frog. That's what we thought it was. Jump on me. Don't know if it was something else because I've spread into like a poisonous rash. It looks like poison. You remember how that guy from Serbia looked? Yeah. That's how I was. But I caught it early, so that's a good thing. So I look like a hot mess. But I'm working really, really hard on on other things too. But So I just thought I'd break the ice like that. Um, <laughs> super TMI, why not? <laughs> 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 I haven't seen Well, it was my – this is why I'm not on the camera or else I'd have it on. Because you guys both know I really don't care how my hair is. And I'm not – I am self-conscious, but not that um it's it's a pretty weird week you see how quickly things move it's almost as if mccarthy's ousting was planned oh it was absolutely planned oh my gosh i know when we were when we were in dc we we stayed at a hotel where all the bankers were having a conference the bankers 
Yeah, the federal banking division, yeah. IMB, something, something, import, export bank was there, Senate. I just don't have a book out, by the way. It was just hmm. true. J- just so happened. <laughs> I, just, I just so happened. While me, while me and my guy were working on the, the materials that we had for Congress, we parked ourselves in front of where they were setting up for their conference tomorrow, the next day. So we got to watch everything. Coincidentally, because there was no room to spread our whole dossier stuff, you know. You see what I just did? Dog treats. Because a man and <laughs> his dog. It. That's <laughs> perfect. It's me and my cat. He's more like a dog anyway. My my my, my cat is cool. Uh, huh? My cat's bipolar now that he's like he's almost seventeen. You know, cat is? he crawled in. Yeah, he crawled in me um, a week. <laughs> a week, a, not, a week I don't know what's tomorrow. happening. No, 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 wait, wait. Wait, I brought him back from Afghanistan, but I didn't directly. It was, damn, it was 2007. <laughs> Go in me. Um, and I was in a very compromised position. Oh, and boy. The cat curled under my neck. <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> what is happening? Come on, we're trying to break the... Come on, we need to laugh. Yeah, order. <laughs> order the court. This is what we need, though. We need this. There's so much death and destruction. We're seeing people parading around bodies like they're fucking trophies. Okay? Uh, don't She's use that word. Yeah, no yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. It's so upsetting because Satan has entered the conversation one million percent everywhere. This is all his doing. Every single portion of it is complete and utter evil. We're calling human beings savages. Regardless, they're his kids too. No question. No, and I get really frustrated when I see things from big influencers that that, that, the people follow, showing people defecating on dead bodies. You know, the Israelis defecating on Palestinian bodies, the Palestinians running people over, you know, and then they put out fake stories like beheading of kids that Israel was forced to say was false. That came out. And we had the president, allegedly president of the United States, come out and say, oh, my God, I can't believe it's real. And it's like, so he just lied on, you know, like, what is going, we should get rid of it. Or, and then they could just say it's his team. I mean, this is just horrible. I see so many people that I admire, you know, do things. And then I see the neocon circuit is pushing the Second Amendment rally on Friday, right? And that common friend of ours, that I, the friend of mine that I introduced you to, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. Friday is when they're planning this damn soft target attack. So I'm like, who in the conservative movement has earwigged, let's take our guns and go out and paid or influenced them to say it on the day that we're expecting an event against the Jewish population to drag us into this war on our soil? And well, let so, me just tell you, you know, something. I'm, I'm, I'm locked and loaded. I am, I, I am too. I got a new canic. I told you that, right? The canic I wanted, I got it. I, I got, oh, yeah. I, I got, know what gun you're talking about. I got about. new body armor. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have. Take I want body. some. I don't have any body armor. You need body armor? Right. No, I don't. I have God for that. I'm good. I just shoot guns because they're fun. He well, takes God, care of me. God made it possible for me to have body armor so that I could have body armor yeah, upon no, got it. You know, He can't actually protect you and protect me at the same time. So he told me to wear body armor so he could just stand as a shield for you. Yeah. This was Aww. an actual conversation. Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> no. I miss you guys. I haven't seen you in like forever. But right now, if you see, you know what? Actually, 
for the wow factor, I'm just going to send a picture to Apollo just so that he could see a portion of my body and what I mean when I say I'm, you know, going through things. I'm going to find this picture. You're sending um, a picture? Like a good picture? No. Just, not the one of the cat, like, right? No, the one of me so you can understand how a uh, hot mess I look. Just take a look. Don't show it. It's kind of compromising. But, yeah, I texted it to you. Oh, baby. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, you, I should send it. Show it to Joe. Oh, yeah, he's in the other yeah. Let me send it to you, too, Joe. Oh, man. Just so you understand. I'm not joking. Yeah. looks pretty bad. Um, but I can cover it up, right? So it's whatever. Anyway, um, so what are we expecting President Trump to tell us today? What do you think he's going to talk about? Because he hasn't really talked about all of these things that we're seeing in the media. No, he hasn't. I would be curious if he talks about the speaker thing going on. I would like him to uh, call out the fact that they're playing these same games and trying to play Secret Squirrel with the whole ordeal again. Um, but then again, I don't know. It was kind of interesting because he went ghost after saying he was going to go help any way he can before they make the selection for the next speaker, and then he didn't. Um, I would be curious to see if he directs anything specific towards what's going on in Israel and call for you know pretty much the same thing that he has, which was the fact that you know, we need people to stop dying and that these wars are not serving anyone. And I'm assuming he's probably going to talk about the border again, which would be why. And he has to talk about the border because, um, you know, that's been an issue ongoing. And you know what's weird is like everybody, yesterday I was on a space where there's this guy who's like a really good Middle East correspondent, but he's one of those middle of the road people that just go by whatever is being disseminated, right? And he was like, yeah, they were making things up, like people coming from the southern border, you know, uh, you know, with Qurans and things. And, and it's like, no, that's that, that's true. <laughs> Why are you saying that? That's true. And that they're not all Hispanic and that we had West Africans and they were buying passports, if you remember, from Venezuela. The um, people coming in from Pakistan and, and, and Iran and Turkey and Afghanistan, they were getting passports from Venezuela. I reported on this years ago as they were coming through the border. And now, you know, with this soft target attack that's being planned on U.S. soil, and I hope the more we talk about it, the more they deter from doing it, because then it's going to be like, oh, conspiracy theorists are right. I really hope the FBI does better than that and they remember their oath. But, you know, this is a big deal. Because they're going to say, oh, they're in our borders. And because you know who's going to be the person that does it, right? A migrant, right? And then with the migrant, then we're going to be talking about the border. And it's going to be full-blown out civil war. But we have to go to war and support Israel because now they use us. So declaration of war. And now with no speaker, we can't declare war. So I would like to nominate Roseanne Barr. So that way we can see how many votes we get on the floor. And then if that doesn't work, we could just keep doing this game. I want to redo this game. I want no speaker of the house. They shouldn't be able to pass a declaration of war. That is my that is my um, assessment. Unless we get someone in like um, Comer or Scott Perry, who else are the people that don't take Eric Comer? Yeah, just kidding. Comer, no. Comer from Kentucky, right, not Comer. <laughs> <laughs> or even Massey. Well, I mean, I'd like Ron Paul actually, because you know what? Oh, he that'd be epic. Yeah, but he was the only one that called out that we created Hamas with Israel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, we did that. And then, and then you know, they're pointing the finger at other people, and it's like, don't you get it? They're speaking out of both sides of the mouth. 
They are Hamas and they are doing the attacks on behalf of Israel too. It's a PMC, private military. Oh, that's what I used to do. And I was speaking from experience, but it's like, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, shit. Okay. Oh, I, I swore. Sorry, Joe. You, you stop. You got, you got to get me in trouble. Seriously. We're off. We're off, though. Lord, we're, forgive them, for they know not what they do. <laughs> no, Apollo knows. Um, no, I mean, you had Brennan come out. What was that? Monday or something like that? Well, they must have been planning this. Uh, Hamas must have been planning this for a very long time, you know, to get around uh, Israel's intelligence. And, you know, like, come on. What a bunch of BS. I mean, this is the guy who look. Egypt oh. told them. Egypt told them. The defense minister in Egypt well, called knew. them. Yes, they yes, knew. They, knew. they were These coming people, into they, Syria. They they used them as useful idiots, man. To to get that far into Israel is not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. And 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 parachute like stop. That'll so bring they sugar glider. They were sugar gliders. With grenades. That's not I true. That is not. that is a made up story. Come on, guys. Is, I know. Just like the beheading of babies and the woman in the raid club getting shot and being dead and paraded around dead. She turns out to be alive now. Is so she it's alive? like Yeah, she is. And then no. you the know girl's the alive from Germany? Yeah, she is. Her mom. Yeah, I went through I went through a bunch of these. Here, I'll I'll put it up. Her mom said it. I gotta change that. So that wasn't her then? In the no, back of the truck. it was her, but she was probably like drunk or something or acting. You know, it, sometimes if you don't clue in the right people and you're talking on cables that you get caught on, you have to tell the truth. That's the thing. They messed up. Daughter is alive. Okay. See, that's why people need to sit back and let things happen and not talk. Right? Just keep your mouth shut and just wait for it. Because when it's coming in hot and heavy, hard and fast like this, and bull so many crap. men. You mean coming in like bull crap? Ah, you know, <laughs> I even saw Toria Brooke and I had a responder. She was like, my friend, she's stuck. And it's like, yeah, they're planning an alleged war. She's not going to fly out. Just tell her to drive to Amman and fly out of there. It's all like right, a two-hour drive. Did, oh, all right, Tori, check this out. Did you hear what else happened, though? Did you hear what else happened? They lifted the they they lifted the law saying that people can't have guns and they're passing out weapons to people in the streets in Israel. Um, all of them are trained because they all go to the military. So if yeah. they're over eighteen, they've been trained. So I don't see why they would not allow it. Um, and I you don't can't know have guns in Israel. You can't have guns, yeah. Tori. You cannot have guns in Israel. You cannot. I it, it is near but impossible. I don't know if it's true yet. I'll <sighs> find out from my uncle at the church, though. I. I actually am not going to tell you how I do know it's true, but it is absolutely true, and it has already started. They have already started handing oh, out no. weapons to oh, people no. in Israel to defend themselves. Ammunition, I pray for the Israelis, weapons. No, but they're they're handing it out so they can defend their families. I mean, there, there's not you can't get. It's not like you can just evacuate Israel. It's a big country. I mean, it's small in the grand, grand scheme of things, but it's still a big country. Yeah, but, you know, um, uh, if they're handing them out, then it's beyond what I, I think that, shoot, I think Israel might be in the same position we're at as a country. Man, you know tell what everyone. I, mean? the deep All right. state, I think they're going against their deep state. Oh, no. Pray deep state. Me. How many times they get? Yes, they're going against a deep state. Five times in the last four years. Government. Their government has collapsed five times in the last four years. <laughs> they don't have anything together. That's why I keep telling people, they're like, ah, you know, it's the, 
the Jews. No, there is elitist Jews that literally treat people like dogs. And well, did you hear what good the Jews. defense minister What? Yeah, but did you hear what the defense minister said? He's like, we're going to cut their water off. We're going to cut their food and their electricity. And it's like, dude, no. God says, enemies hungry, feed them. Enemy is thirsty, give them water to drink. That is not the Christ-like way. That is so wrong on so many levels. And then I was upset with Elon because he was like, yeah, we're giving free power to everyone in Israel. What about the Palestinians? They don't get free Tesla charging? That's not fair. That's picking a side. But, 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 but I wanted to say, the fact that they're handing out weapons to the Israeli people, and I haven't confirmed that yet because I get my stuff from my uncle. I know he's not going to lie to me. He's a priest. He's bigger. Big priest. <laughs> He's like super priest. Um, he was the one that actually came out and said stuff. Um, means that they're going to have to defend themselves. Because with this disruption of actually segregating the people of Israel to the deep state of Israel means that they are extremely vulnerable right now. And this breaks my heart right now. What you just told me completely shakes me. Because well, now I've realized that they're against their own government, which is really powerful, their deep state, right? You know that. Well, they're handing out guns to Israeli (laughs) citizens. And I think the reason why they've kept guns away from Israeli citizens is because they, they did not, they did not want, in my opinion, they did not want them to have the power because do you know how many political parties there are in Israel? A ton of them. A lot. And I mean a lot, a lot, lot. Well, you know, I'm, I'm really upset that I had to defend Rashida and I'm really upset that I have to defend, you know, to not want, you know, against people that you think are on the right side, um, you know, to not commit genocide because the people of Palestine are now equated to Hamas and they're not. That's not that all Palestinians are Hamas. And they're, and they're advocating. Yeah. We have people advocate, advocating for genocide. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you. I got to tell you this. Everyone's going to freak out on me. Uh, when when uh, This had nothing to do with the work that I did in the Middle East, but I happened to go to um, Lebanon. I was in Beirut. And part of this group was was going to see, I got to be careful. I, well, I guess I don't. So I went, I went to a burned, bombed out. So a quarter of Beirut got bombed out in the war of 2007 where Israel came in and bombed out uh, Beirut. It was trying to get to the Hezbollah, right? Now in, in Beirut, Hezbollah is everyone. Everyone is Hezbollah. Sorry. But if you're in Lebanon, you're probably a part of Hezbollah. It's just people that are just out there. So they bombed out this deal. And I went and met with someone um, called Muhammad Hussein Fadlala. He he was the head of the Hezbollah, right? He was was a a very, very, very smart man, very meek man. And I got a chance to meet with him in this white room. Now, Tori, I have to say this because, and everyone's going to get mad at me, be mad at me. I'm just telling you the way it was. This is truth. Everyone said terrorist, 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 terrorist. So 
I'm meeting with him and he's talking and I'm listening. And you ever get the feeling, remember Pope John Paul? Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. he was, he was probably the best Pope, right? Of a modern time. Would you say? Uh, I would have to agree. He was actually Christ-like-ish. And I met him at Cherry Creek Park in um, Denver, Colorado. I don't know, a hundred years ago. It was 98, I think, 97. And uh, it was, to shake his hand was, it's, it's almost like, whoa. And it was by accident that I got invited to go to this little deal and I was hanging out with this other person who's kind of important. And uh, so I said that of all the people that I've met, Muhammad Hussein Fadlullah is probably the guy that I saw I saw God in. He was just he was just a meek and learned and just a beautiful man. But how could that be true if they're all saying that he's a terrorist? You know, so this is the conflict I came back to is like how how is it that they're saying this man is a terrorist and and yeah, could he be putting on a show for me? Maybe, I guess you could say that. But but the likelihood of that is probably really low, if not impossibly low. And yet this guy is in a the security place the security in there was unbelievable. I mean they walked through metal detectors, put all your stuff, you couldn't have a phone, you couldn't have you could have nothing. And you walk in this room and you sit down and there's cameras around. But he was just a really, really nice man. He was a very, very gentle man. And he spoke and it it uh it was just different. So so how do and I think this is when I started to recognize that the whole world is just it's kabuki theater. The whole world. Yeah, enjoy the show. But I think that people are waking up to that now. The people are seeing it. So it's it's very uncomfortable to see all the things that are happening around the world. And it's also uncomfortable to watch people die and see people die and watch that you know that that we're in this conflict and we make up all these stories. I mean, we make up the the biggest Darfur. It's not real. There was no genocide or ethnic cleansing in Darfur. Never, it never happened, Tori. Never happened. It never, ever, it never happened. It never existed. Ever. Yet Americans gave three, four, five, six billion dollars to uh, Mirage. Mm. We're going to solve ethnic cleansing and genocide. We're going to go after President al-Bashir of Sudan. We're going to split up the country, take their oil. Then make up a bunch of stories, make him have to go to the Hague for international crimes, which he's now facing now today, because what you know they took a long time to overthrow that nation. It, it just it does it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But it's money, right? The military industrial you were a contractor, you know how that works. I was never a contractor. You well, you did no. work. I was a contractor, I contractor, right? I never, but I was a I, localizer. I have never worked for the American government ever. There's never in a time in history ever that I ever 1,000% ever worked for the U.S. government. Now, I worked for governments. I did work for governments, but I never worked for the United States government. I never worked under the auspice of the United States government. I didn't trust the United States government. I would meet CIA guys, and I could tell right up front they were CIA because they were psychopaths. I mean, they were super wicked smart. There were some wicked smart CIA guys. Wicked smart. But they were psychopaths. Mm. 
Mm, they were. Now I'm or. seriously, and you know, well, I'm gonna withhold my comment. No, nice. don't withhold it. Come on, bring it. Not bring, all of bring it, the smoke. You have, to, you have to be able to have sociopathic qualities to work for the CIA. I've met a lot of them, and um, um, because they were my customer, right? Um, yeah, they're very smart, but that's because they don't have much of morals. They see things very transactional. Or any more. Well, <laughs> I mean, some of them are good. There are some really good guys working there. They're helping behind the scenes. Not everyone wants to be. Those that were, were recruited is different. Um, so President Trump not using the agency uh, during his tenure was very smart. Um, yeah. Somebody asked if I was a, a volunteer advisor or negotiator. I was a negotiator. And I would do crazy stuff. And people asked me to do crazy stuff. And. Some of it I got paid for and some of it I did for free. So, yeah, I guess you could say that. Okay, by the way, I just wanted to say, everyone that was in that space on Twitter is now mm-hmm. coming up as they don't exist. And they're like, oh, my God, it looks like we don't exist. The minute I exited the space, everybody's handle looks like they don't exist, that the account doesn't exist, oh, including really? my own. Yeah, um, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty hot one, because uh, Congress was alerted that we are upset that they are having secret ballots, you know, behind closed doors and they shouldn't be putting, you know, remember, we made it a national thing when the Ohio GOP did it, right? When they closed doors to discuss who they're going to put forward for her candidacy. Well, our GOP does it. They just did it. So the question is, how did they make the deals with the Democrats? What was being discussed? Should we not be privy to that? Are we not constituents? Do they not work for us? Why are they doing this secretly? Oh, it's a two-party system. I don't care. We want both parties. I want to see them smoking cigars and making deals. Don't you? Yeah. Any candidate that comes out of a secret ballot should be rejected immediately. And that, is, that was my point. Like, I know we want a lot of things, but nothing is set in stone unless we get it in writing. So if we can't get in writing, at least we should be part of these discussions. And, you know, what will come from it, if they plan it, it will probably be scripted. We'll hear a few people say a couple things. We should be privy to that. They should not be allowed to have conversations off, you know, off camera, off the eyes of the people with no transcripts negotiating who they're putting up for speaker. That's unacceptable because now I want to know what did Scalise offer to the Democrats that Jordan didn't. And I don't want Jordan either. Since it was all done behind closed doors, none of them should be forward. In fact, we should call someone outside for speaker. Like we should have Roseanne Bargo or you know who else I would like to see? Angela King. Is it Alveda King? Why do I keep saying Angela? Alveda King. What if we have her for speaker of the house? Just a just a thought. Yep. We can have anyone, you know, why not put Alveda King up there? Uh, Democrats can't say no because then they'll be racist. That's Martin Luther King Jr.'s niece. And she's conservative, so the GOP will like it. I mean, why not? Why not Jim Jordan? So I've had interactions with Jim Jordan. So have I. I've talked to his little handlers, too. They're kind of oh, I, yeah. Well, I know, I, know, I know one of his handlers um, works directly with and has conversations with ships. So that's exactly what I told him, too, when he blanked me on stuff. You know what I want to know? Since they found the source of the fake 40 beheaded baby 
you know, story in Israel. Can we find out who started the whole let's bring our guns and rally on Friday, which coincides with the planned event against the Israeli Americans that are here? I would like to know that. I would like to know that because I heard it on the space too. We should bring our guns and we should go. And I'm like, that's weird because they're planning on Friday to conduct an attack in a major city at a soft target. Who in the conservative movement is pushing that? I'd like to know. I mean, I know I know you don't agree with everything I say, but I'd be like, shoot, I'd be looking at InfoWars. Well, I'm starting to come around. <laughs> I'm starting to come around on the the government agent uh, fed thing that you said before. Mm. They, they got me and you like, I'm not talking to Tori for at least a week. I need some time. <laughs> <laughs> except, except for David Clements, who, by the way, I'm going to tell you right now, is one of the best men out there. He's probably one of the best men hey i i appreciate what you say and mm-hmm. you sh- you know and it's okay if we can disagree that's fine that's fine it doesn't matter you know you love him i will be there i will support him in his failures and his wins i will love him from afar okay you know because you know I, I i actually hang out with bad feds okay no he's not a bad fed he's a no, good, but he's, a good I do. he's not a fed no but you but- know i do but there are other people that you did mention that it is absolutely true. And the more I get into it, the more I'm like, what? Oh. Yeah. So I, it's okay. It's okay. But we need to, you know, if Israel was able to find the source of a story that went viral and had the alleged president of the United States confirm it to the people that it was true, what, we should what? be able to find out where this. Yeah, I played it. Here, you want to play it again? Sure. Yeah, Biden, yeah. Biden said that he, he was, yeah, play it. Here, give me one sec. He literally came out and said, I never thought I would see this uh, this confirmed. So biblical. Aquarium biblical, isn't it? Didn't Herod, China. You know that? <laughs> yeah, but Herod did that, didn't he? It's literally pa- biblical. Happy Frost. Okay, good. Pictures of terrorists beheading. I never really thought that I would see and have confirmed pictures of terrorists beheading children. Really, what he's a retard. No, no, this is dangerous. He's he is retarded. I agree with you, but this is dangerous. Yeah, but this is dangerous. I had someone this morning on Truth Social school me how the babies were beheaded. It's like, how do you know? Are you there? (laughs) Seriously, I can, I've got a bridge to sell for you. There's a lot of Hollywood movies out there. We're wagging the dog hardcore, and you know what? We're having. It, it, the unit 8200 is standing down. You know why? Because we're going to take out the media. And that doesn't mean just global media. I mean, Man. All I want to do, all I want to do yeah. is I will pray and I will ask for God for forgiveness afterwards. I just want to punch a couple of terrorist uh, uh, communists in their face. Just no, I, no, no, no. Joe, yeah. I will pray for you to have restraint on that. I will oh, pray for you. On. That's not come on. Nice. No, it's oh. not. It's not. We win better. We let him do everything. God How knows what he's you? doing. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really just, Tori, you're, you're supposed to be the one saying yes, Joe. Yes. No, no, Take those no, anti fights and just, just give him an elbow right to the back. No, no, because I'm your friend. I'm your friend. I will tell you when it's wrong. I will tell you when you don't look good. All I will right, tell please. you the things you don't want to know. All right, so then, and you don't want I want people to forgive me for saying what I just said. No, it's okay. I mean, you should see the anger that I have. <laughs> Hey, I mean it sometimes when I say I want to burn this whole planet to the ground. 
just burn it, torch it. I'm done. You know, there's many <laughs> times I feel like that. And I'm like, God, just burn it all down. Let's go. I can't. <laughs> I can't. But, um, you know, it's, it's funny. We just had Biden confirm bonafide miss false fake news. Right. And what people need to understand is that we said, stand down Israeli intelligence. Just let us handle this. We're taking out the media and the media is exactly what you were seeing being taken down. Our alt media and conservative media are being taken down. Look at how many of them are, you know, celebrating bloodlust, right? Celebrating death, demanding genocide, you know? And then you have people making it religious. This is, this is not okay. No, it's This not. is how you drag people in. We can't have, you know, a war with Iran. You know, people are like, they shouldn't have nukes. Only Israel should. And it's like, why? They want to develop themselves, right? Leave them alone and they won't bother you. They've been honoring their contract of enriching uranium for over 70 years. We've screwed them. We implemented someone. Oh, they didn't condemn it. They're not going to. It's like us. But you heard Turkey. You heard Turkey came out and said, we're going to support Palestine. Then you had (laughs) Egypt come out. Egypt came out and said, we're going to support Palestine. You had all of these people, mm-hmm. and they're all talking. And like Egypt is telling Israel there's going to be attacked. They ignore it, and then they say we got to support Palestine or the Palestinians. You have Turkey comes out and said we're going to do it again. You got Iran, which they're a bunch of just kooks up there. I mean that place is just crazy. Well, they're the, they're having their own turmoil. Yeah, because the Iranian people are not bad people. They're good people. Exactly. A, exactly. a vast majority of them are good people. But here's the thing: what have we been doing, Tori? little thing that you were a part of with all this craziness across the world. The people back here had no idea that we were, that we were interfering with the sovereignty of other nations around the world. And the people were dying as a result. I've been saying, that's why I've been urging people who have lawsuits in the court system about elections, subpoena Julian Assange. He'll bring all the evidence. You You know, you could bring him into the conversation because he's had that conversation publicly before. Right. Everybody's so, like, you're right. Just before his arrest, yeah. Hey, by the way, I was, I was, I was saying that I was going to support Russia uh, over Ukraine every day, twice on Sunday before it was cool. I was, I was that guy. I was like, this is, was I not, Paul? Was I? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was mm-hmm. true. And they wrote a story. How dare you? you want one? My gosh, How I saw, you? I saw Greta. Yeah, I saw Greta with uh, Kevin McCarthy's face on it. I put that. I put that up. That was the best. That was the best. I think Phenology did it on Twitter. I was just like, I love this meme. Well, you know, okay. So one thing that continues to strike me, and again, it's like disappointing when I see some of the conversations that are happening too. Uh, Again, for people who I would have expected a little better from, or at least some more restraint, I would say like everything that we're talking about right now, everything that we have talked about. I opened the show and talked about all the things that we're being told that we have no com- we should have no confidence in because it's all fake and gay just like you know everything else the last few years but uh like these people are no different we're, we're like playing sides but what have we been saying we don't actually have a country that serves us our judiciary is captive our intelligence is captive the fbi trash like we're a captive nation allowing invasion you know and being paid for by the federal government and at the same time, why do we expect anything different from these people? Like the Palestinians, they've been captive. People saying that they, they should come out and denounce 
Hamas, like, okay. I mean, you said it earlier before Joe jumped on. What are they going to denounce? They're, you know, like if yeah, you think that they're not. actually executing people, what about in Israel? They're captured. All of these nations, we're all captured. Everyone is in the exact same boat right now. We're all captured to these different pieces of this giant elephant that you call a deep state or call it whatever you want. But it's the same thing. Like this is the this is what unity actually means is to put some of this aside. Finally, for one time, just put this aside and stop feeding into the same cycle of death that just consumes everybody so that these people get rich and then they get to play chess with the world. Ooh, can I share something about that? Um, yes. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I'm doing these chronicles of corruption, kind of just to dovetail what yeah. Congress is doing, right? And so as we're going through them, we found this really nice tidbit that no one's found. Marco Polo even doesn't have it. And in there, the discussion is, is how they're cutting deals to make unofficial members of NATO on paper. Unofficial members of NATO? Yes. And so I, I'm just saying, you know, yeah, I know. See, I see that face. I'm, I, you I can't believe a, it. A face. <laughs> no. You need to fly over here and see it. I mean, we're, we're, we're putting it together because it needs, I want to actually put it on Amazon because I want lefties to see it. It's going to be so dumbed down that when I'm explaining transactions, I'm even going to show, here's a video on how you use Cash App <laughs> and here are their terms and conditions because a lot of people don't know how these things operate. So it's going to be small nuggets of episodes of specific topics. And one of those topics is in the prologue, I'm going to showcase how they're negotiating unofficial official memberships to global enterprises. And so, you know, a lot of people think they know things, but, you know, I, like I said, I even said it to Garrett, you got to be a deep stater and understand what you're looking at. You're too much of a nice guy. You're too nice. And, you know, it's kind of like this, you know, when, hey, wait, when he's, can... he's too nice and I want to go punch a communist in the face and I'm not nice. Enough. Well, no, he does too. He wants to destroy all enemies. Oh, Don't man, come wrong. on now. Okay. I want to throw chops. Away. All right. Since we're talking about him, can I, can I ask this question? <laughs> you can tell me if I shouldn't ask this is did, did he apologize for taking your stuff? Uh, no. And it's okay. That's, makes me sad. It's, it's, it is. It is what it is. People do that. It's okay. I I've mean, noticed. think about it. Yeah. It's. It's. You know, I do that all the time. How many people run me over and steamroll me? And I'll cry a little bit, but then you know, I'll be okay. I'm Your hoping that President came out of you, Trump. So. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that President Trump doesn't talk about the dead babies. Maybe he could say, "Oh wow, we just had the President of the United States confirm a fake story." We don't know if up is up and down is down. I hope he comes out with that. I really hope so. I really, really hope so. That he just points out. But the thing is, a lot of the people that are big names also pushed it. See, when I said that we... Conservative. Conservative. we didn't want... We told Israeli intelligence, stay out of it, because we're taking down the media and this is it. People need to start unfollowing. And stop looking and look to the people that are giving you the truth. And if you don't know, you just say you don't know. Isn't that simple? I don't know. Uh, hey, like the guy this morning, he was like, hey, the beheading. I was like, look, do you know that's true? I don't. I'm just going to wait for it. You know, if it's true, it's going to be out there. It would have been more outrage. We would have Red Cross. We got to, you know. But if you're conducting an operation, you can't have too many people, too many cooks in the kitchen lead to spills and leaks. So, you know. This is, I want to see him do that so bad. Okay, so okay, bad. guys. President Trump's getting ready to come on. Let's go live on this yeah. at West Palm Beach. We can talk over it. Let's put that up yeah. a little bit there if we can. 
They're playing a video oh, right. Oh wait, did I but then yeah. he will walk on right afterwards. Well, I'll put it up. I'll put it up. Yeah, but you'll be put dinged the for the music. You'll be dinged for the music. Wait for the music to go. I don't. Care. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got some trap music compilation. I'm gonna mute that for now. We'll see when he comes on. It's a good video. Yeah, he makes some good content. He has a good team with content. Very good. Yeah, that one uh that one with the sunrise and the Hawaii flower was quite something. It was. Um <sighs> Hawaii sunrises, the ring of fire, you know, all of these. And Dan what? Crenshaw, did you hear He's he taking the to... stage. Come on, oh, guys. Shoot. Let's go, okay, come let's on. Let's go. There we go. All right. Don't doubt yourselves, you stand. That's the USA. Who else doesn't sing along to it? Everybody's got to sing. From the lakes of Minnesota to the hills of Tennessee. Everybody's like, uh, don't quit your day job. <laughs> hey, come on now. About to be an American. They Stand up, pray, stand, speak, act. There you go. Still today, <laughs> I love this land. God bless. God bless the U.S. of A. I'm gonna bump this. Thank you very much. Wow. No, thank you, Mr. President. No, thank and you, I thank want you. to say a very big hello to Club 47. To be, baby, to be. Incredible people. Love them it's great to be back with thousands of loyal friends, incredible supporters, and true American patriots. The love in this room is absolute proof that this is not just a campaign. This is a movement. It's the greatest political movement in the history of our country. The greatest. And when we win next November, it will be an epic political earthquake, the likes of which the world has never seen before. I want to thank Club 47 President Larry Snowden. What a great job. 
as well as Treasure. Uh, where's Sue? Did she leave? She's right over here. Sue. Sue. Thank you, Sue. Sue Snowden, Vice President, Linda Stock, Congressman. Oh, wait a minute. We have a big celebrity here tonight. We, and I'll tell you something. He's great and he loves this state. Congressman Matt Gates. Swear to hell. Yeah. yeah. Where is he? Hello, Matt. That's pretty good, Matt. See, all this stuff and going on, still the best energy Ginger, ever. His wife, Ginger, is great wife. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ginger. A great gentleman, also a friend of mine, Palm Beach County Commissioner, Michael Barnett. Michael, wherever you may be. Michael! Florida State Representative Rick Roth. Thank you. Thank you, Rick. Along with so many amazing influencers and patriots, including Bruce Laval. Where's Bruce? Oh, Bruce, I love. He just said we're going to get 44% of the African-American vote. That would be... That would be nice, Bruce. I think we maybe can do it. A great friend of ours, a great friend of everybody in the room, Siggy Flicker. Where is Siggy? You are unbelievable. And your husband, by the way, is a great gentleman. Thank you. What he has to put up with. Oh, I don't know how you do it. Sarah Carter. Sarah, thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you very much. A friend of mine for a long time. He's been with us, I think, from the very first day in 2015, actually, before the win. Terrence Williams. Terrence. Terrence, where's Terrence? Thank you, Terrence. Great. Nice hat, Terrence. That's the new hat. That's it. Roseanne Barr, who had the number one show on television. Where is Roseanne? I love Roseanne Barr. I love, look, you skinny. You're so skinny. You look so beautiful. She had the number one show on television. And I'll tell you, they just couldn't stand it, could they, huh? They couldn't stand it, but everybody knows that that show was a monster. 28 million people. She doubled and tripled, and they took heat. You know, if they had 3 million, they'd be happy if it was the right person, but you are the right person. You're fantastic. That was a great, great show, and we appreciate it. Thank you, Roseanne. Special. Another great friend, Gina Loudon, Dr. Gina Loudon. Thank you, hon. Thank you. Right from the beginning, right, Gina? I think Gina, right from the beginning. Somebody who's extremely shy, but really talented, and she's going places. Laura Loomer. Where's Laura? Laura. Where is Laura? She doesn't like the sanctimonious. She doesn't like the sanctus. Two very, very special people to me, and they should be. Eric and Laura Trump. Yeah. I love Laura Trump. And, you know, Laura just did a country single, and it's one of the top songs in the country. That's pretty good, I tell you. She's fantastic. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Eric. Thank you very much. From New Hampshire, somebody, there's nobody better with the vets than this man. He's been... Again, I would say for right from the beginning, before I even announced, uh, he's just a fantastic guy, Al Baldessaro. Al, where are you, Al? 
Great guy. He's so good with the vets. They love him. The Born to Ride 45 Motorcycle Club. And these guys are tough and they're smart. And they don't like what's happening to our country at all. Please stand up, all of you. You've got the most beautiful bikes I've ever... I wanted to grab one of those bikes and I wanted to ride it. I was going to ride that Ziggy. Thank you very much. I want to thank all of the motorcycle groups. We have like 100%. I think we have 100% with the cyclers. They want, they like Trump. I don't know why I haven't been too strong on the motorcycles. I looked at one of them the other day. I said, no, you keep riding it. But we're with them all the way. They came to the White House. We had 600,000 come to the White House. And they are really a force. And they're great people. And they love our country. Kayaya Rachik also known as Libs of TikTok. Do we know that? Kaya, thank you very much. Thank you, darling. Thank you very much. We had a lot of fun at Mar-a-Lago. And another one who's uh, incredible. These are influencers, and they really are. They've got a lot of power. Rogan O'Handley. DC Interesting Drano. comment. You know DC? I love huh? DC Drano. Interesting Rogan, comment. Rogan, thank you very much. Where's Rogan? Thank yeah. you, Rogan. And so many other people, Nancy, thank you for being here. Thank you very much for being here. You've been a supporter right from the beginning. I appreciate it. And Lindsay, thank you very much. Great lawyer, great attorney, done a good job for us. Thank you, Lindsay. Appreciate it. And thank you, everybody. We have so many people out there. We got to start talking about what the hell we can do about our country, right? Because we got a lot of problems. We had no problems, and now we have a lot of problems. To think how low we've gone, I also... We'll thank, and before we, because we can never forget these people, the outstanding volunteers, supporters, including Belinda Kaiser, Diane Evans, and Jeff Nicky Hughes, who are former New York Democrats turned Trump supporters. We have a lot of them. They were strong Democrats, and now they're all Trump supporters. And we have a man who's 103 years old. He's the oldest veteran of World War II. I looked at him just a little while ago. I shook his hand, took a picture. He's better looking than I am, and I think he's just amazing. Bruno Gallerani. Bruno, where are you? Bruno Gallerani. Thank you very much, Bruno. It's 103. Where is he? Incredible. I'm telling you, he looks much, much better than me. You could have been president, Bruno. With the help of everyone here tonight, 96 days from now, we're going to win the Iowa caucus, where we're, by the way, we're up about uh, 48 points or something like that. Then we're going to win the New Hampshire primary, where we're up 51 points on DeSanctimonious and the whole group. These people, you know, the debates with the, uh uh-oh, there goes Fox, they're going to turn off. The debates were the lowest-rated debate ever in history because everyone knows what the result is going to be. I don't want to say it too strongly because you never really know, do you? But they had the lowest-rated debate in history. We're very proud of that. In the meantime, we were working with the auto workers. We were doing rallies all over the place. And uh, the level of support that we have, I don't think it's ever – we've never seen anything like it. Bigger than – 2016, bigger than 2020. I think we can say that, right? I think we can say it. Bigger than 2016. I've never seen anything like it because they see how grossly incompetent these people are that are running our country. They're running it into the ground. We're not going to have a country pretty soon the way they're going. But we're going to win the South, and we're going to win 
South Carolina, we start that. That'll be next. And we're way up where we have a former governor, Bird Brain. We have, remember, I will not ever run against our president. He was the greatest president of our lifetime. I will not run. That was Nikki. I will not run against him. Three months later, uh, I've decided to run. Uh, Bird Brain. And uh, Tim, who's a good guy, Tim Scott, is running. And yet, despite that, we're up 54 points. Can you imagine that? 54 in South Carolina with a great governor. We have a great governor there. Henry McMaster, he was supportive of me right from the beginning. In fact, I thought Nikki would be, and uh, I, got the, I got the best. I got a man who's been a fantastic governor of South Carolina, Henry. We're going to win a lot of other things in a lot of other states. And then we come down to Florida where we're leading numbers nobody can believe. We're leading by, we're leading by 58 points. 58 points. Now, not the future of the party. That was, remember, he always the future of the party. I don't think so. Mag is never going to forget. You know, when you get somebody elected, you don't run. You know, you just say, no, I'll wait for another four years. I'll wait. And it's a thing called loyalty. And all of my people backstage, they said, sir, uh, nobody cares about loyalty and loyalty in politics. I said, I think they do. Yes, they and do. he came to me, Ron. He came to me, sir. He was at 3%. Think of it, 3%. And the Secretary of Agriculture, Adam Putnam, nice guy, but I didn't know him. He was at 44%. Other than that, it was a very close race. Adam Putnam had $32 million. Ron had 32 cents. He had nothing. I said, Ron, if I was George Washington or Abraham Lincoln and I came back from the dead and I combined, I couldn't get you elected. You're finished, man. You know, it's not working. 3%. He said, sir, you're very popular in Florida. If you endorse me, I think I can win. And I didn't know Adam Putnam, so I said, what the hell? Let's just do it. I took a little flyer. Then I endorsed him. He went up 71 points in one day. And then he won the primary. And then was that I held rallies because the hottest politician in the country happened to be, as you know, he turned out to be a crackhead, but these are minor details. He was the, hot, he was the hottest <laughs> in the whole country. It was Stacey Abrams, female, and this young gentleman. And Ron said, I won't be able to beat him. I said, you will because we'll do rallies. We'll do a couple of rallies for you. We did. We had unbelievable crowds turned out. They said, you're going to win. He said, I don't think so. And he won. He won. Then four years later, they said, will you run against the president? And he said, I have no comment. I said, no comment. You know what new, you know what that means, Sue and Larry? That means yes. So we hit him very hard. People said, please don't hit him, sir. He's a Republican. I said, I don't care if he's a Republican. We're going to hit him. And he, uh, he didn't have a lot of political skill, to put it mildly. And now he's uh, falling, like I said the other day, falling like a very badly injured bird from the sky. And in one state, he's actually in fifth place. He's in fifth place. This has not been a good situation. I think he blew it for in four years. You never know what's going to happen. But in 28, I don't see it happening. I don't see it. But I can never forget because that's great disloyalty. I have others that were disloyal. Most are great. But uh, we have some other people. One happens to be a governor of another state, not too far away. And, uh, you know, you get these guys elected, and then they say, I'll run against them. And we don't like that. I don't think the room here likes that, do they? Huh? I don't think so. 
But he started off hot. He was losing by a lot. And, you know, we got more votes by 1.2 million votes than he did. I don't know. Nobody ever talks about that. We got, in fact, Gina, you mentioned it to me. We got 1.2 million more votes than Ron DeSanctimonious in the state of Florida. And nobody ever says that. The press, the fake news, that's a lot of fake news back there. But they never say that. The only way they'll do it is if I say it. You might as well say it yourself because they're never going to say it. Next November, we're going to win the White House. It's going to be one of the greatest triumphs in the history of politics. Making America great again will begin with making America strong again and making America safe again. Under my leadership, the world was peaceful and calm because America was respected. The president was respected. I dealt with the strongest people in the world. They were smart. They were streetwise. They respected me. I respected them. They had different viewpoints. That's certainly true. But they were afraid of America. Today, they laugh at our country. They laugh. With crooked Joe Biden, you have chaos, bloodshed, war, terror, and death. Look what's happening today. Because the occupant of the White House is a laughingstock. All over the world, America's enemies cannot believe how lucky they got. They got real lucky. Every monster, villain, dictator, and terrorist, and there are plenty of them. I know most of them. I got to know a lot of them. All over the planet, they're having a field day because they know they will never have it better than they do with Crooked Joe, who in many cases receive money from those countries. I wonder what that's all about. Do you remember during the debate with Chris Wallace? How's he doing? He's not doing too well. I said, I want to ask him a question. What is it? How come he received three and a half million dollars from the mayor of Moscow's wife? He got three and a half million dollars. And he's going, uh, 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 uh. But Chris Wallace saved him. You shouldn't ask that question. That has nothing to do with anything. Well, about two months ago, it became the biggest subject. They're trying to figure it out now. And I will tell you that Jamie Comer and Jim Jordan and the group, they're doing a very good job. They found out things that nobody can believe. And and Matt Gates too, by the way, with Matt. Matt is in there. He's strong and tough and smart. Three years ago, you went from the, I shouldn't be saying this, you know, but what the hell? You went from the strongest president this country has had to the weakest president you've ever had. But soon you will go from the weakest president you've ever had back to the strongest president you've ever had. We have, uh, we have so many problems. We have so many problems in our country. You remember during the debate, I don't call her Crooked Hillary anymore. I use that now. I never like to use the same for, so I took it off Crooked Hillary. That was one of the best days in her life. I understand they celebrated. We now call her Beautiful Hillary. She's a beautiful woman. And we used the crooked word for Joe Biden, Crooked Joe. We took Sleepy off because I think he's sleepy. He's definitely sleepy, but he's more crooked than he is sleepy. <laughs> but Hillary Clinton said that she accused me during the debate. With his personality, he's going to start a war. And yet it turned out to be just the opposite. With my personality, there were no wars. You wouldn't have had Ukraine. You wouldn't have had any of them. In fact, it's the first time in 70 years. And on top of everything else, we beat 100% of the ISIS caliphate. We beat them down. 
Just remember how much safer the world was under the Trump administration after so many years of beheadings, bedlam, slaughter. In the Middle East, we completely obliterated the ISIS territorial caliphate, and we did it in a matter of weeks. We did it very quickly. You know, we have a great military. They're trying to turn it woke. It's not going to happen. But we have a great... I'm not talking about the television generals that don't know what they're doing. I'm talking about the real generals in our military. We wiped them out. We wiped them out in a short period of time. Everyone said it was going to take three years. I said, really? I don't think so. I flew to Iraq and I met the generals that were in charge, that I put in charge, and they said, sir, I think we can do it in about four weeks. I said, really? Everyone else is saying three years and maybe we can't do it. Sir, we'll have time left over, four weeks, sir. And they did it. They knocked the hell out of them. We killed the founder of the ISIS movement, al-Baghdadi. Remember al-Baghdadi, the biggest of them all? And then we terminated the world's top terrorist. The Iranian butcher, Soleimani, you remember that, the Iranian butcher? He is the one that they call him the father of the roadside bomb. When you see a soldier walking around, a person walking around with no legs, no arms, or a face that's been absolutely obliterated, it was Soleimani that did it. He was responsible for about 94% of the bombs that were made in Iran. I withdrew from the disastrous Iran nuclear deal and imposed the toughest ever sanctions on the murderous Iranian regime. They never had it so bad. We decimated their finance and choked off the money to pay to the terrorist thugs. And look what happened now. I was also proud to be the best friend Israel has ever had in the White House by far. And if the election wasn't rigged, there would be nobody even thinking about going into Israel. The election was rigged, very sadly rigged. But we'll swamp them the next time, and it'll be bigger than anybody has ever seen. Just as I promised, I recognized the eternal capital of Israel and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem and got the building built for slightly less than they thought. It was going to cost $2 billion. We got it done for 500000 I would say that's good. I said, do we have any used buildings around? Yes, we had a better location. They were going to pay a fortune for a crummy location in Jerusalem, not a good location. Then I said, what do we have? We have a building in a great location, sir. We don't have to pay $300 million for the land. We have it. And there's a building on it, an old building, but structurally sound. I said, let me see. And we worked it out. They came back, sir, I think we can do it for $400,000. I said, man, does that sound cheap? It actually sounds, first time I've ever done this. I said, let's do it for 500000 Remember, they're going to spend $2, two billion on building a building. So crazy. I got it built in four months, and we have an embassy that, frankly, if they spent $2 billion, it wouldn't be nicer. All Jerusalem stone. A friend of mine is in an office building in New York. All he talks about is Jerusalem stone. I have Jerusalem stone all over my office. And so when I heard we're building in Jerusalem, I asked our people, so can you get Jerusalem stone and is it expensive? And they said, it's not expensive. It's Jerusalem. It's Jerusalem stone. We did the whole <laughs> damn building in Jerusalem stone and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful building. So we got it built, but I also recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. So we're working on that for 58 years, 58. And with the historic Abraham Accords, we even had peace in the Middle East. We were peace. We had peace. 
And I fought for Israel like no president in history. But then crooked Joe Biden came along and tossed Israel to the bloodthirsty jihadists. That's what happened. He gave them. No, he wouldn't even call up the prime minister. They called him. It's a very sad thing when you look at what happened. What a difference a president makes. Isn't it incredible? Just a president. What a difference. The savage attacks on Israel happened for three reasons. Biden loosened my tough sanctions on Iran and allowed them to sell massive amounts of oil, making them $80 billion a year. Congratulations. They were making nothing with us. They were going to make a deal. We would have had a deal within one week after the election. They were desperate. They wanted to make a deal. The U.S. then gave Iran just a few weeks ago $6 billion as ransom money. You know that, right? Five people. Good deal. This is the way we deal. They get five hostages. We get five hostages. I said, all right. Plus, they get $6 billion. That's not a good deal, is it? And it's used for exactly what you're watching right now on television and reading in the papers. Under my leadership, Iran was weak and broke and desperate for love. They wanted love. They were weak and they were broke. And now they're rich as hell. They got hundreds of billions of dollars. And you have a whole new country. And they're probably 90 days away from having a nuclear weapon. And we have a man who's grossly incompetent, who can't put two sentences together. And he's the one that's leading our nation in talks. In fact, until just a little while ago, he was getting absolutely decimated. He never even mentioned the word Iran in any of his talks. Didn't want to talk about it. But nobody under me was allowed to buy oil. I told China they were the biggest purchaser of oil in Iran. I said, if you buy oil, any oil from Iran, we're never doing business. You have all the stuff that you take out of this country and rip us off. We're not going to do any more business with China. They stopped immediately. No more oil. I said it to India. I said it to many different countries. And they went way down, way, way down. And they had no money. And they wanted to talk. And they wouldn't have done anything. Just like Russia wouldn't have done anything. Two reasons. I said, Putin, you're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. I got along with him very good. You know, I actually got along with the tough guys the best. The weak people I didn't get along with. It's sort of a weird, sort of a weird deal. But I got along with them very well, actually. Isn't that but the I truth? Said, you can't do it, Vladimir. It, you can't it, isn't do that it. the truth? It was the yep. apple of his eye, but he never did, and he wouldn't have done it. The, the, the weak people are the ones it, that I have the biggest happened, problem with. Uh, when oil went to $100 a barrel, and, for, and by the way, rants. it's right there right now. Uh, Bonnie, it, thank Biden you. Wants to stop Thanks the for hosting and, and Tori for helping us save ourselves. A mess for oil that's so much that Russia will be the first Love our president from LAW 1313. And thank you for hosting Joe and Apollo and Tori. God bless you. We're hitting America. 100 now, and we're going to probably hit $115 a barrel. He still wouldn't have done it. Even if that happened, that would never have happened with us. We were at $40 a barrel. We had, think of it, we had a $1.87 a gallon for gasoline. Today you have 5 6 and $7. But then we had that horrible election, that rigged horrible election, where they used COVID to cheat, and crooked Joe Biden allowed... Iran to flourish. They flourished. They absolutely flourished so beautifully. Tens of millions of barrels a month were instantly being sold, with China being by far their biggest customer. They don't have to worry about Trump anymore, you know. They know what happened in the election. They probably helped the election along.
Although I got along very well with President Xi until COVID, that was a step too far. They went from losing money to making $100 billion a year in an instant. That's bigger than the $6 billion, but the $6 billion was so obvious. How stupid are they? They became rich and powerful, and then there were the trade of the hostages. I said five for five, but we also agree to give them $6 billion, which set a terrible precedent, and which they said will only be used for medical and other reasons, our people. And then... The leader of Iran said, no, we'll use this money for any damn thing we want. And the Biden administration didn't want to respond to that. Now, a terrible precedent was set. You know, when you start paying for hostages, I got back 58 hostages, including from North Korea, which is tough. We never had to pay a dime because if you have to pay, if you have to pay for hostages, uh, the precedent is set. And now we paid. We paid $6 billion for five, five hostages. Remember what they say, the number one phrase out there. And again, I mean, you can look at it. The fake news looks at it. Oh, they're trying to prove me wrong so much. Trump was right about everything. They even have a hat that says Trump was right about everything. And I don't make the hat. And unfortunately, we're the most corrupt and incompetent president in our history. We're closer to World War III than anyone can understand. There's never been a time where we've been closer. We're inches away, and we have a man that literally can't speak. He can't get off a stage. The other day, he tried to get off a stage. Now, look, I'm up here now. There are a lot of people. There's a lot of television going crazy. There's so much. I'm up here. But, you know, when I'm finished, I'm going to look over there. I'm going to see an exit. I'm going to look over there. I can take that one, that one. And what I can't do is walk through the back wall. And he turned her. Did you see the other day? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know what happens after about 20 minutes, the stuff that he's taking wears off. So it gets really big. gets a little groggy. <laughs> yes, I can hear you. Okay. They say, get him off the stage. That shit's wearing the cocaine. off, man. Get him off. No, no, no. And I'm sure that the cocaine that they found in the White House, that nobody found. I'm sure. I feel certain it had nothing to do with Hunter and Joe. Nothing to do with it. Here, Dad, have a little of this stuff. It's going to liven you up a little bit. Can you imagine they found a stash that you wouldn't believe and nobody laid claim to it? That was forgotten just like the laptop from hell was left at the office, right? He didn't want to pick it up. Wouldn't it have been great if he went to that shop and he yeah, said i'd like my laptop please be a different world wouldn't it? Huh? they have every single crime listed you know the father said son hunter i love you very much what's on the laptop is there anything bad what's on dad uh, i hate to say this every single crime that we've committed is on the laptop. i don't know when you're going to go back on here so i can be quiet i don't have that with this guy right here with eric the $6 billion was a tremendous hey, amount of money, us. but nothing compared to the hundreds of billions of dollars that Biden allowed them to make in oil and other things. Hundreds of billions. They became a rich nation in three years. That's why they're doing this. They have so much money. They don't know what to do with it. They had no money. They were broke. And then there was the inevitable attack four days later, which I predicted. And then two nights ago, I read all of Biden's security people. Can you imagine National defense people. And they said, gee, I hope Hezbollah doesn't attack from the north. 
Because that's the most vulnerable spot. I said, wait a minute. You know, Hezbollah is very smart. They're all very smart. The press doesn't like when they say it. You know, I said that President Xi of China, 1.4 billion people, he controls it with an iron fist. I said, he's a very smart man. They killed me the next day. I said he was smart. What am I going to say? But Hezbollah, they're very smart. And they have a national defense minister or somebody saying, I hope Hezbollah doesn't attack us from the north. So the following morning, they attacked. They might not have been doing it, but if you listen to this jerk, you would attack from the north because he said that's our weak spot. Whoever heard of officials saying on television that they hope the enemy doesn't attack in a certain area? Now, unless it's a con job. But you know what a con job is? You're waiting there ready. You want them if you want them, but they weren't ready. They weren't ready. You know, say what you want. Israel was not ready. This was a big surprise. This was a terrible thing that happened. They weren't ready. But if you wanted them to attack because you've got a million people there with guns and you're going to blast the hell, then you do exactly. But they didn't have that. They didn't have that. Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, even bragged just days before the attack that the Middle East seems to be quite quiet. That was good. They really, uh, they really, honestly, what they've done, it's a shame. You look at the world with all of the problems in this world. We had, we had a country, we had no inflation, we had no Russia and Ukraine, we had no Israel problems. We had the strongest economy in history. We got you the biggest tax cuts in the history of our country. Think of it, biggest regulation cuts. We had the most people employed. We had something that nobody else, we had something that nobody else had ever done. We had one of the most successful presidencies in history. We rebuilt our entire military. We didn't have Afghanistan. I was taking them out, but we were going to be taking them out with dignity and with pride and tremendous success. Instead, it was the worst, probably the most embarrassing day in the history of our country. The press doesn't talk about it. The media doesn't talk about it, but we talk about it. Most embarrassing day in the history of our country. Crooked Joe must take back and freeze the $6 billion right now. Take it back and freeze it, Joe. Freeze it, Joe, you dumb person. Dumb, 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 dumb person. Freeze that money, Joe. <laughs> He doesn't know what the hell money I'm talking about. Freeze it, Joe. You know, it's not too late because supposedly it's doing a transfer and that takes a little while. You should what? He can freeze the damn we money. What they did Joe's is money. unacceptable. In addition, I think people could get on board with that. What happened? Uh -oh. Come on. Come on, baby. Did they cut his feed? Yo, YouTube just died, I think. Oh, uh, shoot, they cut his feet. We have a rumble rant. Trump knows. Thank you Biden for fighting for our country, Joe. Apologetorian team, we appreciate you, Army of God. Entities that support these savage terrorists, which, if you remember, I stopped it because we were paying them about $750 million a year to the Palestinians, and they were really nasty. They were saying that death to America, death to America. And I heard about up. this. I said, are we actually paying them money? Yes, I'm trying to get sir, it back. Have for many years, sir. How much? About seven hundred and fifty million to the Palestinians. That's a lot. And I said, uh, if they say anything again, we immediately stop it. Within about two minutes, they happen to say something. You know, death. We want death for America. We want death for Israel. And so I stopped the money. 
And we would have had a deal with them, too, because I stopped the money and I said, until we have a deal, I'm not negotiating. And I moved I moved the embassy that set them off a little bit. But, oh, uh, they were OK with it. Remember when I did that? Every president promised they were going to put the embassy in Jerusalem. Every single for decades and decades. Clinton said it. Bush said it. Everybody said it. Nobody did it but me. Nobody did it but me. Because, you know, I was called once I got to office and once they heard we were even thinking about it, I was called by every leader in the world practically. Please don't do it, sir. Especially in a certain part of the world. Please don't do it. They said, please, sir, do not do it. So what happened is uh, I went out. And I got a lot of calls from heads of state, from kings, from presidents, from prime ministers, because they heard I was going to do it. So I said, I don't like telling people no. I tell them I'll call them back on Monday. And they call up <laughs> and then he uh, built the it. head of, I don't want to use any names, the head of a big, powerful country is calling, sir, wants to talk to you about <laughs> that deal, about the embassy yeah. going to Jerusalem. Because, you know, it was I could see why the other presidents didn't do it, because it was tremendous pressure. I said, tell him I'll call him back. This was on a Thursday. I'll call him back on Monday at sometime in the afternoon. And uh, I had about 15 people I had to call back. And on Monday morning, I approved it. Then I called him back. Hi, what's going on? Hey, how you feeling? Everything good? I called you about this, but it's too late, sir. You've already done it. Oh, sorry about that. Otherwise, it would have been very tough. And you know what? There was no problem with it. Everybody said, oh, it was going to be a disaster. No problem with it. But I kept my word. I said I was going to do it, and I got it done, Larry. Right? So we got it done. There wasn't any games. And when I'm back in the White House, we will cut off every penny of Palestinian terrorists. And they don't even cut it off. They don't cut the money off. They keep paying them. It's like with the World Health Organization. We paid five hundred million dollars a year that's peanuts compared to some of the numbers the stupid numbers that you see i saw so many stupid things i said who makes these deals so the world health who with covid with all the problems they were way late so we paid five hundred million dollars a year let's say we have 350 million people we have no idea how many people we have because they're pouring in at a level it changes every hour millions and millions of people are pouring in but let's say we have 350 million, probably a correct number. They say 325, but probably they have no idea who's here. And bad ones are coming in. China has 1.4 billion people. So China pays 30 million a year. We pay almost 500 million a year. And I said, what the hell is that all about? So I got out and I got a call from the head of the World Health Organization, the doctor. Sir, we want you back very badly. It sets a horrible precedent when you get out. I said, number one, we pay too much. Why are we paying 500 million and China's paying 30? Well, sir, we'll reduce it. How much? They said, we'll take 250 million off. I said, that was quick. This is just like a phone call. I said, no, I don't want to do it. How about we'll take it down to 100 million? I said, wow. Except I got such support from people like you, not from all people, but from people like you that are smart and practical so i sort of didn't want to do it and then i said would would you make it so we pay the same 30 million that china pays yes sir we'll do that and then i left it anyway despite that because it was so bad i left it and then the other day and everybody knew it 
The other day I read where they went back into the World Health Organization for the same price as they were always paying, $500 million. Now, they read the papers. They could have seen we could have come in there for peanuts. And you know what? That money, as much as it is, $500 million, it's nothing compared to the billions and trillions of dollars that we waste. But it's emblematic of stupid people, very stupid people. It's emblematic. They could have done it for 30 or they went back, I guess, for 450, whatever the maximum amount that we were paying. Under my leadership, the United States will fully support Israel defeating, dismantling and permanently destroying the terrorist group Hamas. Thank you very much. And I'm glad it's such because this is the worst microphone I think I've ever had. I hope you can hear me back there. Justin, don't pay the bill for this mic. I'm blowing out my voice talking to this stupid mic. This is the worst mic I've ever had. Okay, now we'll get back to the speech. I'm trying to get their attention. Thank Turn you for the rant. The mic. It's Shell. Thank you, guys. Love you, Tori. Thank you. Is it okay? And then I don't pay a bill, and they say, Trump doesn't pay his contractors. You know, It's unbelievable. It's that rotten, lousy mic. The state of it, but it's not my deal. It's not my deal. I have a good mic. I always have. You don't have a good mic. It's a very difficult deal. You walk out for, for two weeks, you're talking, you say, what the hell happened to his voice? The state of Israel is a blessing to the world. Our prayers are with them now in this terrible, terrible time. Ziggy, that's great. Ziggy, you're amazing. One of the greatest, one of the greatest people in the world, Ziggy. She's got more. Look at her. She's crying. We love her. You got the greatest woman, the greatest wife. Under my leadership, we will stand with Israel 100%, and we will not let them fail. Don't forget, you know, I did have a bad experience with Israel, though. When we took out Soleimani, it was us and Israel working as a group, and we knew where he was. We knew how he was coming in. We knew the plane. We knew everything. We worked on it for weeks, for months, actually, but we worked on it for weeks. And the night before, no, I, I don't think this has ever been told. They'll say, oh, it's classified information. Well, maybe it is, but I don't think so. The night before no, this on, happened, and by the way, Biden's got a lot of problem with those documents. He's moving them to Chinatown. He's moved them all over. I didn't. And I come under the Presidential Records Act. He doesn't. He doesn't because he was vice president and he was a senator. As a senator, you're not allowed to do it. As a president, I am because I come under the president. I can do whatever I want, but I did nothing wrong. And then they go after me, but they don't go after him. But we'll see what happens. But with all of the different things that happened, we took we took abuse like nobody. And we had to I'm do this because we heard Soleimani was going to be blowing up five of our really big military bases in areas all over the Middle East. He's going to be blowing them up. Don't want genocide. Very bad guy, very smart guy, but very bad guy. He was the leader of their military for a long time. In fact, the Ayatollah, they were all afraid of him. I actually think they were happy when this happened, okay? I think they were happy. I remember the prime minister of 
Pakistan said to me it was the biggest event in the history of the Middle East. This is big stuff. This was a big event. He said, I left my office, Khan, very good man. He left his office. He said, I went home. This was the biggest event in my life. And he was a great cricket player. He was like a, the Willie Mays, the Mickey Mantle, the Babe Ruth of cricket. He was a great cricket player. He became handsome guy, great guy. He became the prime minister of Pakistan. He said, when I heard that he was dead, this was the biggest event I've ever seen, I've ever been involved in. And I left my office and I went home for one week and I contemplated. He said, I've never seen anything like it. It was big stuff. This was much bigger than anybody, but we had to do it. He was going to blow up our installations all over, kill many people, many, many people, and wounded people beyond recognition. And Israel was going to do this with us and it was being planned and working on it for months, and now we had everything all set to go. And the night before it happened, I got a call that Israel will not be participating in this attack. Nobody's heard this story before, but I like to tell it to Club 47 because you've been so loyal and so beautiful. And I said, I said, uh, what does this mean? We're working on it with them. Why? They're not... They didn't tell us why, sir, but they're not doing it. This was a day before. I said, I don't like that. That's not good. I looked at one of my generals who's fantastic, a warrior. I'm telling you, we have unbelievable military, unbelievable warriors. Just not the guys you see on television. They're real stiffs, real dopes. But these guys are warriors. They don't want to be on television. They want to win fights, okay? They want to win battles. And I said to him, General, what do you want to do? Sir, we can do whatever you'd like to do, sir. We can finish it ourselves, sir, if you'd like. I said, well, do we need them? Not at all, sir. I said, uh, so what do you want to do, General? Sir, we have it under control if you want to do it. If you don't want to do it, we understand. Whatever you say, sir, is okay with us. He said, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because what this guy did to our soldiers, what this guy did to so many people, including many civilians, including many of his own people, just blew them to pieces by the tens of thousands, let's do it. And he came on in the plane, and we followed him right from the situation room. We followed the whole thing, and about 15 seconds later, it was all over, and we did it. But I'll never forget, I'll never forget that Bibi Netanyahu let us down. That was a very terrible thing, I will say that. And uh, so when I see uh, sometimes uh, the intelligence, you talk about the intelligence or you talk about some of the things that went wrong over the last week, uh, they've got to straighten it out because they're fighting potentially a very big force. They're fighting potentially Iran. And when they have people saying the wrong things, everything they say is being digested by these people because they're vicious and they're smart. And boy, are they vicious because nobody's ever seen the kind of sight that we've seen. Nobody's ever seen it, but they cannot play games. So we were disappointed by that, very disappointed, but we did the job ourselves, and it was absolute precision, magnificent, beautiful job. And then uh, Bibi tried to take credit for it. That wasn't good. That didn't make me feel too good, but that's all right. So they got to strengthen themselves up because uh, they're fighting a big force. And, you know, Iran's got close to a three million person army military that's big stuff you know that's no longer the minor leagues we had them so in check they wouldn't do a thing against us
They wouldn't do a thing. They wanted to make a deal so badly. If that election wasn't rigged, we would have had that thing done so fast, and you wouldn't have any of these problems. But you would have never, ever had anybody attacking Israel if I were president. It wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. And when you look at the death, I mean, hundreds of Israeli soldiers are dead. Hundreds of people in their homes, they were attacked. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. Nobody thought it was possible. And so they're going to have to step up their game, and the United States is going to have to step up its game because we're really led by the wrong people. We're led by people that don't know what's happening, and they don't know how to lead, and they're not respected, and it's a very hard thing. But it could ultimately lead to World War III, a man who's incapable, a man who's got virtually no brain, a man who shouldn't be in that position could very well lead us into World War III, and this is weaponry the likes of which nobody in this room can even imagine, weaponry that's so powerful that it's the obliteration of the world. It could be the obliteration of the world, and we need our best and we need our brightest, we need our smartest, and we have, I think, absolutely the absolute worst. You know, Joe, if you go back... 30 years, was considered a dummy. He was considered a dummy, a glad hand. He was considered a glad hand. And Ted Kennedy, believe it or not, was a friend of mine. I met him through Palm Beach. They had a big house, a compound. They call it the Kennedy compound. And I had a very nice house also. But I got to know him very well, and he liked me. And I one time asked him, who's the smartest guy in the U.S. Senate? He was a smart guy, by the way, Ted Kennedy, a very smart, great politician. And I said, who's the smartest guy in the Senate? We were friends. I did him a big favor, I will tell you that. Big, big favor, really big. And it wasn't hard for me to do, but it was very big and important for him. And he liked me, and I liked him. I said, who's the smartest in the Senate? And I'll, he gave me a name, but I won't tell you because I, I can't stand the guy, actually. Still around. Can't stand him. I was disappointed to hear that name. I said, who's the dumbest in the Senate? He goes, I don't know, let's see, probably Joe. I said, who's Joe? He said, Joe Biden. Can you, this is, this is 25, 30 years ago, a long time ago. I think it was one of the early times I've ever heard the name. And that was in prime time for him, but this is in prime time. Joe gave us the war on Israel and the war on American energy, what he did to our energy was we were energy independent. Think of it as president, I will shut off Iranian oil and I will turn on American oil and we will drill, baby, drill, and we'll get things back to where they are supposed to be. And in addition, I will immediately begin the process of building a state-of-the-art missile defense shield in America. We need a missile defense shield because we have people out there that are bad people. And, you know, it was our technology. And if you look at Israel, it wouldn't even exist if they didn't have that. It's amazing how incredible they are, Dan Scavino. Don't you think? Dan Scavino. Ladies and gentlemen, the most powerful man in politics. Stand up. Most powerful man. Well, is that Tori? And all of his friends, they are. He's giving a lot of love today about Dan. I could go love to him. Madison Avenue, pay millions of dollars and they don't have near the talent that Dan and D.C. Drano and you, the libs, the libs, you. Holy mackerel, what a, what a group of geniuses they are. I go to say, sir, we want $1 million for that campaign or more. 
and they'd show me a campaign that's so bad. These guys, I'll tell you, look at look at my man there. Stand up. Most powerful man. Come here, stand up. Not you, Bruce. <laughs> I'll tell you, they come up, they come up with things, DC. They come up with things that are just absolutely incredible. Nobody can do it. I, I put a lot of them out. I put them out on truth. I hope everybody's on truth because truth is where it's at. Truth is where it's at. Truth is really where it's a hot, it's a hot situation. That's yes, it incredible, actually. But we put things up that these people do. I don't know. They do it in their bed. They write, draw the stuff they do. Gina is so incredible. It's so brilliant. It's so genius. And Dan coordinates things. It's been amazing. We've had a lot of fun together, Dan, but he is. He's the most powerful guy. Uh, I say that because I want to keep his fees down a little bit, you know. You've done a great job, Dan. Thank you very much. And you've kept it very interesting. The recent terror attacks are also a reminder of the deadly dangers that we face from Joe Biden's demolition of our own borders. Here in American soil, can you imagine what's happening with these people pouring in under Biden? The same people that attacked Israel, killing, raping, torturing and maiming innocent civilians are right now pouring into our once beautiful USA. I have to say that once beautiful because what's happened to our country in three years is not even to be believed. But they're pouring in through totally open southern borders and. They're coming in at numbers that are not being reported by the fake news correctly. They're coming in many, many millions, close to 15 million, in my opinion. They're flooding in from Afghanistan, Yemen, Syria, Somalia, Iraq, Iran, unscreened, unvetted and totally uncontrolled. And many of them are young men, young, strong men. They're not a lot of women. They're not bringing women. They're men. I said, look at all the men. Why? What's going on here? And I look at what's happening in Israel and I say, are they looking to do the same thing over here? They're also coming in from China, vast numbers of people, men coming in from China. We will be paying the price for years to come if we don't get them out immediately under my administration. You not only had the most secure border in history. We have to get them. We have to get them out. We're going to have the largest. Deportation movement in the history of our country. We have no choice. I also gave you a very strong, powerful travel ban to keep jihadists, extremists, and radical Islamic terrorists the hell out of our country. We want them out. And it worked. And it worked. So we had four years. Did anybody notice any problems? We had no problem. You're going to have some problems. If we don't win, this country is going to be fire hell. It's going to be in big trouble. We had no problem. Think of the four, four years. I would never talk about it during the term. I'd say, you know, we went three years. We have no problem. The last thing I want to do is say, oh, we went three years. And then something horrible happens, a World Trade Center tragedy or something. We had no problems. We were tough and we kept them out. We don't want our people killed. We don't want our shopping centers blown up. We don't want the problems that some people bring. You take a look at what, what's happening in other countries. When we get back in, I will immediately reimpose the Trump travel ban on entry from terrorist countries. We will make it even stronger, although it can't get a hell of a lot strong. I'll be honest, it was very strong. I took a lot of heat over that one. That's not nice. Yeah, that's not nice. Well, blowing up our shopping centers isn't nice either. 
Upon my inauguration, we will quickly seal the border and terminate every open borders policy of crooked Joe Biden. And we will carry out the largest domestic deportation operation in American history. It's amazing how the microphone got so much better. Sometimes you have to do, you have to shake people up. But that includes getting all of the illegal aliens from countries that hate us, that hate our values, and sending them back to the places from which they came. We'll send them back. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Instead of keeping terrorists and terrorist sympathizers out of America, the Biden administration is inviting them in. You know why? Because he's got a boss. Who's his boss? Barack Hussein Obama. Barack Hussein. Barack Hussein Obama. Remember the great Rush Limbaugh? Get him. Barack Get him. Hussein Obama. He go, Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> Hello, Lee. Unbelievably, the corrupt Biden Department of Justice recently invited an Iranian-backed judge from Iraq to visit our nation's capital. Isn't that nice? He couldn't have been too impressed with our capital. It looks like shit. <laughs> no, have you seen what they've done? To and we're doing a federal takeover of our capital. We're going to put it back into condition. We're going to stop the murders that are happening every day. We're going to stop all of the murders, all of the crime. We're going to polish it up. We're going to put in brand new limestone where the limestone's been destroyed. We're going to make that capital the most beautiful capital again in the world. Even though I'm being tried for something, I haven't figured that one out. I don't know. Oh, they're trying me because, because I said something about the election, I think. They want to say that, well, first of all, that's an easy one to win because that was the most corrupt election. We have such proof of it, but they're trying me. And the jury comes from Washington, D.C., and I want to do a federal takeover of Washington, D.C. to stop the crime and to make it great again, to make it magnificent again. I used to do it in real estate very well, and this is just a large real estate deal. We want to make it gorgeous again. You look and you have graffiti on those beautiful marble columns, and you have tents all over the place. You have tents, and the homeless, we got to take care of the homeless, but they can't do it there. They can't be in our beautiful parks they can't be resting at the base of the washington monument and making it so that nobody wants to go there anymore nobody wants to go there anymore and they're very unsafe they're killing people every night you're reading the other night three people shot just shot nobody wants that we're going to take over the capital washington dc i've been saying this for a year and a half and we're going to get rid of all the crime there will be no crime there there will be no anything and it'll be spit shined It'll be shined up beautifully. And you'll be proud of it again. And then I'll be tried by people that live there. Say, I don't like this guy. This guy wants to take away the capital. No, I want to make our capital great again. We're going to make it beautiful again. The Biden Department of Justice recently invited this Iranian-backed judge from Iraq to visit our nation's capital. After that, the foreign judge issued a warrant for my arrest for blowing up the number one terrorist in the world, Salamani. So he came in. He was invited by this incompetent president. Please come in. And he ended up issuing an arrest for my... They want to arrest me because I killed the number one terrorist in the world. What I do for you people, you have no idea. You think it's easy... 
You think it's easy when I call up our great first lady and I say, first lady, darling, how are you? Listen, I'm going to be indicted today at five o'clock. Oh, and she looks at me. She says, again, how many times can that? Or I call up this great young man right over here and his wife. And I say, Laura, Eric, uh, I got a little bad news for you. What is it, Dad? Uh, for the fourth time in about two minutes, I'm going to be indicted. You know, Alphonse Capone, did anybody ever hear of Al Capone? The greatest of all time, right? The greatest gangster of all time. If you looked at him wrong, he'd kill you. And he'd kill you with his hands. He was a tough guy. He got indicted one time. I got indicted four times. As you know, Crooked Joe Biden and his radical left thugs have weaponized law enforcement to arrest their leading political opponent, me. Not only leading, I'm beating him by 12 points. Wasn't that great? ABC Washington Post comes out with a poll. They pay like millions of dollars. And it shows Trump's up by 11. Now, normally you put it, Trump's up by 11. Okay, not the worst thing, right? It's good stuff. We're all happy. They said Trump's up by... We disavow the poll. We disavow it. They Ladies and gentlemen, why did they just not issue it? Would have been, they spend so much money on it. But we're up by 11, and they say, we disavow this poll. This poll is not correct. It can't be correct. Oh, my gosh, please don't make it correct. You know why? Because we want to put these people out of business. These are corrupt people. They're horrible people, and they know we're not playing any games. We got rid of Comey. We got rid of a lot of bad people. We got them out. A lot of bad people. We were doing the rest, and then we got hit with COVID, a gift from China. This is high-level election interference. This is all about election interference. I'm up by 11 points. I'm up by 67 points with the sanctimonious, but they don't care about that one. But they want to damage the person that they're running against, because if they can damage him, even a guy like Crooked Joe Biden could win. They cheated the last time. This is a new form of cheating. This is like a banana republic. Banana republics cheat, and third world countries cheat like this. They do that a lot. Election interference. They try and smidge. They try and do things. Now, and I will tell you this a fact. I am the only politician in the history of the world that got indicted and my numbers went up 25%. It's true. He absorbs all the evil and makes it good. It's true. In fact, I called my people. I said, uh, how bad is it? I get indicted. I call them the next morning. How bad is it? Tell me. How bad? They say, sir, you're up 25. I said, what? Say it again. Usually when that happens, you know what they do? They go to the microphone, Hi. like within One, two, three. three minutes of getting oh, this. We got you, Tina. Tina Peters, welcome to the show. They go to the uh, ladies and gentlemen. Good to be here. Hey, Tori. I I heard you were on. I wanted to come say hi. With that, you know I'm innocent, and that's the nice thing. These things are, these are made up. I call them Biden indictments. They're not indictments. They're Biden indictments. These are crooked people. I did that mugshot for Atlanta, and they also control the local AGs and they control the DAs. I did the mugshot. In Atlanta, I don't think I've ever made so much money in my life. That mugshot. No, it's a terrible thing. Honestly, it's a terrible thing. So if I win, that would mean, and I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do it. 
But that would mean, okay, there's somebody, a Democrat running, he's hot, doing great. And we're going to run and we're going to beat him. I call my hot people, my law enforcement people, and I say, indict him. You can indict him. Tina Peters is on, too. He walked across. He went through a red light and indicted that guy. And he gets indicted, and now he's officially out of the race. It's a disgrace. What they're doing is unthinkable. It was never supposed to happen. And, in fact, almost everyone said nothing like this could ever happen. I heard they looked at two more. And the Department of Justice said, no way. Don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't indict. Because every time we go up five, six, seven points. But it's a terrible thing that uh, they're able to weaponize the Justice Department, the Attorney General, the FBI. It's a terrible thing. And uh, I'm pleased to report that the latest poll in Florida, we're crushing them by numbers that you wouldn't even believe. We had one poll that reported so much that we can't really give you a number. That's pretty good. That's a lot. But while DeSantis has been flying around the country, setting fire to his reputation and destroying the reputation, frankly, of Florida, all he's doing is campaigning. You know, when Chris Christie did that, they threw him out of New Jersey. Chris Christie is another beauty. Trump derangement center. He's got a major case of what are you going to do for the country? I don't like Donald Trump. I don't. You know why he doesn't like me? Because I never gave him a job. That's why I didn't like Because I never trusted him. I don't like Donald Trump. No, he's got Trump derangement syndrome at a level that nobody's ever seen before. He could be worse than Biden. But Florida's in the midst of an insurance crisis like never before. And this guy's flying around, wasting his time. Because you know what? When you're at a level of nine, eight, and now you're in third place and fourth place. And in one case, he's in fifth place in one particular place. He's in fifth place. you got to be back here fixing the insurance because the insurance is a real problem in Florida. Insurers are fleeing. You're paying sky-high rates. Seniors are getting squeezed and families and businesses are being forced to leave your state. They're leaving. Insurance costs have more than doubled under Ron DeSanctimonious while he's raised millions and millions of dollars from insurance companies. So he gets money from the insurance companies that he's supposed to be watching so he can run for president and make a fool out of himself because he's got no talent. He's got no skill. You know, one thing about running, you do need a little bit of a personality. And he's got no skill. It's been a terrible thing to watch. Actually, I love it. Now Florida families are getting clobbered while he's off in his failing campaign. But it's a failing campaign for all of them. They ought to stop, have another debate. They're doing one more debate. Let them have the debate. Nobody's going to watch it. And then they ought to get together, and we've got to beat Joe Biden and these people. I mean, it's enough already. And it's time for Ron DeSanctis to hang it up. You know, it's very interesting. Branding is a beautiful thing, proper branding. And the other day he was being interviewed by, I think, NBC, very straight interview. And the announcer goes, ladies and gentlemen, it's a great honor to have Governor Ron DeSantis with us. My name is DeSantis. Did nobody, they didn't play that. <laughs> My name is DeSantis. They called him Ron DeSantis. I said, am I a good brander? <laughs> I'm a pretty good brander. It's pretty crazy. We get back here. We have to take <laughs> care of the people of Florida and their insurance and other problems who are really being neglected. You have a governor that's never in the state. He's up in Iowa. He's at all sorts. He's in New Hampshire. He goes to South Carolina where he's not even registered. I mean, he doesn't even register in the polls. 
instead of spending hundreds of millions of dollars attacking me in the MAGA movement, all of the money DeSantis is wasting should instead be used to defeat crooked Joe Biden next November. It should be used. Right. And let him take a shot in 28. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. The radical left Democrats rigged the... Per- and that's what happened. They rigged the presidential election of 2020, and we are not going to allow them to rig the presidential mm-hmm. election of 2024. We want our country to be great again. Want to save? We want to save. I feel like the Brady Bunch right now. Every time the (laughs) radical left Democrats, Marxists, communists, and fascists indict me, I consider it a great badge of honor. Thanks very much. You have any lipstick, Apollo? I didn't bring my lipstick in. Not in my handbag. (laughs) I wonder what my father looking down from heaven says. Some of Tori's lipstick. I wonder what he says. Right? Looking that down pretty red. My Look son just that. got indicted four times, mm-hmm. but he was smart. He'd get it. He'd get it faster than anybody. In New York State, the radical left liberal Democrat judge made a statement this morning. I have another trial going. This is a civil trial, which we did absolutely nothing wrong except build a great company, much greater than the statements say, which is interesting. They have no case. But he said, Trump doesn't get a jury, whether he wants it or not. They have a lot of fun with me, you know. He doesn't get a jury. Think of it. I'm the only guy I get a trial without a jury. It's the first time they've ever used the statute. You're not entitled to a jury. That sounds fair. It would not have helped to make a motion, he said. It doesn't help to make a motion. And there is no box checking. You know, normally you check, do you want a box? Do you want a jury? But there is none. But he said, Trump does not get a jury. There is no box checking. And I have a trial going on, and I don't get a jury. Because if I had a jury, I'd win the case very easy. I think even though it's a, you know, considered pretty liberal area, I think I'd win the case very, it's a very simple case. I did absolutely nothing wrong. It's a political witch hunt. And the crooked attorney general of New York, she's a real, real beauty. Letitia James, I call her Letitia. Letitia Peekaboo James. Mm, right Peekaboo there. James. There she is. No, they used the statute. There that's she never is. been used before. Annual and the statute is so horrible. It's actually meant for a totally different she things. She campaigned never to remove him. Used. Look, $4 million. And under Other the statute, income. you don't get a jury trial. Can you imagine? So I'll have How's a that happen? I remember that. That video has been floating around again recently. How's that happen? I, I sort of like him, but I don't think I probably will after the trial is over. But uh, can you imagine that? You don't get a jury. This is communist. Russia. This is other income, three point nine million. Nobody's ever stock heard of a portfolio, like two point six million, and her salary is one hundred three thousand per year. Statute hidden away, hmm. where I don't get a jury, I don't get anything. But the good news is we have such a strong case, and maybe the judge will be straight. Otherwise, I really Letitia. do believe they'll overturn it. You know, we've won a lot. So of weird. I mean, she went after me. I wasn't allowed a jury. Interesting, but I have to go through this stuff. And let me tell you, if I weren't running. Or if I was in fifth place or sixth well, place with the or magic, place, what is it called? Uh, none of this would be happening. I wouldn't have been indicted for one time. Yeah, magic. Yeah. I wouldn't be sued all over the place. How can anything. I, how anything can I find out their used magic wheel in my if case? I weren't running or running poorly. I would have absolutely no litigation. But when you're beating oh, the yeah. so-called, I say so-called president of the United States, when you're beating him by uh, so much, and when you're beating all of these Republicans, they're angry, too. You know, they do things that are, you never know. 
but you have uh, governors, senators, you have all these people running. And uh, but if I wasn't doing that, if I wasn't if I wasn't going to try and help you and straighten out this country, I didn't need this. I had a very nice life. You can ask the great mm-hmm. Eric Trump. I had a very nice life, beautiful places. I could go have a good time. Nice. Instead, mm-hmm. I sit in courtrooms and campaign, but I sort of love it because we're doing something. We're saving our country. It's so much more important. We're saving our country. We're saving our country, and I love doing it. I love doing it. People ask me two questions, sir. Could I ask you a question? Yeah, what's your question? How do you take it? How do I take what? How do you take it? They indict you every time you go on television. They indict you. They indict you for nothing. I mean, you see these indictments. Many of them are just, I mean, the illegal scholars like Greg Jarrett, who's so fantastic, and so many others. Um, they've, they've been writing these incredible things that there's no case. There's, no, there's literally no case. The DA in Manhattan, they say there's, there's no case. Even if he was guilty, there's no case. And these charges with this Fannie, whatever her name is, in Atlanta, where mm-hmm. they wanted to take down senators, they wanted to take down Rudy Giuliani, the greatest mayor in the history of New York. So sad to see it. It's become weaponized, and it's a very dangerous thing because, you know, it works two ways. The Republicans can do that, too. It's a very dangerous thing to do. Nobody thought it would be possible. But never forget, our enemies want to stop us because we are the only ones who can truly stop them. That's what it is. They know we can stop them. We're going to stop them. If we don't win this election, our country, I think, is finished. I really do. Mm -hmm. Remember, I used to say all the time, we will not become a socialist country. We will never become a socialist country. And I was right. We skipped socialism. We went down to communism. We never became a socialist country. At least I was right about that. They want to take away my freedom because I will never let them take away your freedom. It's very simple. I'm not going to let it happen. They want to silence me because I will never let them silence you. And in the end, they're not after me. They're after you. And I just happen to be standing in their way. It's my honor to do so. Thank you. But think what our country would have been like if the election had not been rigged and stolen. Just think of this. Israel would not now be under attack, would never be under attack. They'd be flourishing. They'd be happy. All of those people that are dead, right now dead, beautiful daughters and sons, fathers and mothers, babies, 44 babies had their heads cut off. Did you hear that, right? Babies, babies, these are babies. They had their heads cut off today. But Israel would be flourishing. They would have no problem. Iran would never have played that game. Oh, no, Ukraine why did he say that? would not be under attack by Russia. I don't Zero know. Chance. The 44 babies? Zero chance. Pushing yeah, because it was debunked by Israel. If you do it, bad things happen. No way. I don't want to say what. What I told him, but I said bad oh, things. No. And I Who told him to say things. that? He said no way. I said way. It, it was the no way. Right? Way. Well, there were babies, yeah. but there and were forty-four people. But he believed me ten percent. Some of them were babies. And the fact is, they didn't do it. They, they never were going some. to do it while I was there. Four yeah. years, long time. Yeah. They were never going to do it. We would have he no hostile relationship with so North well, Korea. We a relationship with Kim Jong. Remember when I met with Obama, which is mandatory when you. Uh, take office, the two presidents meet, lovely meeting. I said, what's your biggest problem? He said, North Korea, there's nothing you can do to stop it. 
I said, have you called him? Have you tried to talk to him? No. I said, uh, maybe you should give it a chance before we end up in nuclear war. But I talked to him. We became very friendly. I was a fan of his. He was a fan of mine, a fan in the sense of we got along. Okay, you know, they'll say, oh, he was a fan. They'll make it like Hitler. We have Hitler, dude. Trump was a fan of Kim Jong-un. We got along. He runs a country very tough. He's a very tough guy, smart guy. But he has a massive amount of nuclear weapons. But we got along. You would have had, if Hillary got in, uh, you would have had a nuclear war. You would have had a nuclear war. We would have left Afghanistan with dignity and strength and power and pride. And I would not have been the... It just wouldn't have been, if you take a look at that horrible embarrassment, we wouldn't have had an embarrassment, the greatest in our history, with dead soldiers, American hostages not taken back. You have many Americans over there right now. They can't get out. And they must be living in hell. And $85 billion of military equipment left behind. $85 billion. You know, they're the second or third largest seller of arms in the world. They're selling the 70,000 trucks that we left there. You know, if you had a used car lot, the biggest in Florida, they have big ones. They have, if they have 400 cars, it's a lot. We gave them 70,000 cars, trucks. Most of them had armor plates on that cost millions and millions of dollars to build. We gave them 70,000. We gave them 700,000 guns and rifles. And they sell them. They sell them. We gave them goggles, night goggles. You know, they're great fighters, actually. The Afghans, the Afghanistanians, they're great fighters. They're very good fighters. They fight for, you know, 2,000 years they fight. I remember when I first came into the White House, they said, sir, it's going to be a rough spring. Why? Well, they fight in the spring. That's what they do. They come out of the caves and they come out of the crevices in the mountains and they fight. They said, no kidding. Do they do anything else? Like, do they go out to a ball game or anything? No, sir, they fight. They're fighters. That's what they are. But they never fought at night because they didn't have goggles. And we gave them the best goggles in the world, better than our people, right out of the box, brand new stuff, brand new. And I said to these guys, take every screw when we're leaving. We're getting ready to leave. I said, I want every bolt. I want every nut. I want every screw. I want every, those big hangers for the airplanes. I want them. I want every plane. I want every tank. I want every Jeep. I want everything. We're taking it all out with us. And I'll never forget Millie saying, sir, it would be cheaper to leave it. I said, let me ask you a question, Millie. When you say leave it, you mean if we have a $150 million plane and we could fill it up with a tank of jet fuel and fly it to Pakistan or bring it back to our country. You think it's cheaper to leave it. It might be brand new. Yes, sir. We think it. And that was when I realized he was an idiot. But they left it. And I know what happened. Millie and his couple of guys said to Biden, who was, you know, couldn't stay awake. He said to Biden, sir, it would be cheaper to leave all of our equipment. And they left all of their equipment. And uh, $85 billion, $85 billion worth of equipment. The good news is I rebuilt the military, and that was actually a very small number compared to the numbers that we spent on rebuilding. We built new jets. We had fighter jets that were 48 years old. We would have the strongest border right now in history as we did just three years ago. You know, three years ago, we had the strongest border in history. Millions of prisoners right now and people from jails all over the world are pouring in. They're coming in from the jails and prisons all over the world, and they're dumping them into our country. We have people coming in from mental institutions, from insane asylums. We have terrorists pouring into our country. 
Nobody's ever seen anything like it. There's never been a third world country that had to endure this because no third world country would have allowed it. They would have fought them off with sticks and stones. They would have done whatever they had to do. This is the worst border in history. We had the best border in the history of our country. Now we have the worst border in the history of the world. You go into New York, all over Madison Avenue, the people sleeping on the sidewalk, sleeping all over Fifth Avenue. They have luxury shop owners closing their businesses. This is true in Chicago. This is true in Los Angeles. This is true in San Francisco. Ten years ago, San Francisco was one of the greatest cities in the world today. I don't know. It's very sad to see. And Nancy Pelosi is a big reason for it. She's got, by the way, she's got a wall. She's got a wall around her house. It didn't help her husband too much, but it helped her. What the hell was that all about? Has anyone figured that one? What was that all about, Nancy? Tell us. Nancy, give us the word. Now, she's a bad woman. Crazy. I call her crazy Nancy. And she was responsible for security at the Capitol, just so you. We offered her 10,000 soldiers. She was responsible for the security of the Capitol, and she failed. We would have had, right now, and we had the strongest economy in the world, the strongest economy we ever had. And we had it all three years ago. Think of it. There would be no inflation. Interest rates would be low. You'd be buying houses right now at great prices. Mortgage rates were setting an all-time. We we're at 2.7%. Now you can't get a mortgage. 8, 9, 10, 12%, you can't get a mortgage. <laughs> we were energy independent. We would right now be energy independent and energy dominant. We'd be selling our energy all over Europe. And we'd be making a fortune reducing our debt and reducing your taxes. The United States auto workers, if you look at the United auto workers and all auto workers throughout the United States, they're under siege with ridiculous electric vehicle mandates because all those cars are going to be made in China, every one of them, because that's where the materials are. And who wants to buy a car that can't go far and costs a lot of money? Can't go far. Doesn't go very far. In other words, you're in a different world right now. And it's getting worse. It's getting much worse, much, much worse. We would be respected again if we were doing what we did so well. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate the support. You know, we used to call this Club 45. And these brilliant people that run it said, sir, do you mind if we call it Club 47? And I said, you do whatever you want, right? And this is a great celebration because in addition to all the people you maxed out, 4,000 people, but in addition to all the people, you have thousands of people outside trying to, would love to come in. If anybody would like to give up their seat, it would be an honor to let you out. Is anybody, because if anybody was a little bit bored, you know, Trump is terrible. Hey, you know, it's a very funny thing. We get these massive crowds. I was telling Eric, nobody ever said I was a great speaker. We get these massive, you know, the rallies, we get 30, 40, 50, 60. Alabama, we had 68,000, Mo Brooks, he said, well, let's forget about that, and that was the end of him, mm. but we had 68,000 people. Texas, we had 104,000 people. Nobody ever says how great it is, but everybody comes. Nobody ever said, boy, he's a great speaker, that guy's really great, they don't say mm. it. I mean, I gotta be, I think it's because I'm so good looking that people sit there, <laughs> and they stare at my beautiful face. They say, that guy is really freaking handsome. I could look at him all day long. But crooked Joe Biden and his boss, Barack Hussein Obama, did this to us. They did this to us. They're destroying our country.
But we've saved America from all of what's happening, yeah, not to this time. extent, though. We, but we saved there. it before, and we'll sure. save America once again, and we're going to save it. We're going to make it bigger Stand and better up. and stronger Stand than up. ever before. So here is just some of what we will do as the 47th president of the United States. And we're all doing this together. We're all doing this as a group. I totally will obliterate. We started it very strongly. We got rid of a lot of bad ones in Washington, real bad ones. But, you know, they come back at you. All sorts of things with the fake Mueller report. By the way, no collusion at the end of two and a half years for the Russia. It was so interesting, you know, during the campaign. They started this earlier than my win, but we were doing well. And young staffers would come up, sure, it's so great to meet you, sir. And I said, nice to meet you. What's going on? Sure, do you have anything to do with Russia? And I said, that's a strange question. No, I don't know anything about it. The hell do I know about Russia? We got enough problems. And then uh, two months later, another young man came up to me. Hello, okay, sir, it's an honor. Sir, anything you are doing with Russia that maybe we should know about, sir? I said, no. No, I don't know what you mean. And this happened four or five times. After about the fifth time, I said, you know, there's something strange going on with Russia. And that was it. And then when she lost, they used that as an excuse for her loss because they were very embarrassed. You know, it was, a, they say, the biggest upset. I didn't think it was. I did a speech in Michigan. I had 38,000 people there the day before. And she did a speech, and she had, like, almost nobody. She had, like, 100 people. So I don't know why it's an upset, but they called it an upset. But they use the Russia, you know, Russia, 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 Russia. They use that, the fake media use that as a way of justifying her defeat. They used it. And it was supposed to be a one-day story, but it turned out to last for two and a half years, you know, because it caught on. It caught on, unbelievably caught on. And then Mueller did the report, 18 angry Democrats. There were sick, angry Democrats. And I think I had an angel in the room because they came up and they said, I did nothing, but they would have they would have written whatever they would have written. They're very dishonest people. Look at the look at the J6 committee. Think of it. I mean, take a look at the committee. If you look at this committee, it is they just put out a report. Think of it. Nobody has ever seen anything like it. And the report, they've just deleted all evidence. So if you are on trial, if anybody's on trial, you have no evidence whatsoever. These are political thugs. These are political thugs. These are bad people. And uh, we'll see what happens because I think it's a disgrace. Or what's happened to a lot of people, it shouldn't be allowed to happen. You could take a look at Portland. You take a look at Minneapolis. You take a look at Seattle where they practically took over half of the city, a big part of the city. People were killed. And nothing happens to them, but they went after some people. And it's been very unfair, very two, two tiers of justice. So uh, it's been a very interesting period, but we have to protect our people. We have to protect all of our people, and we have to protect everybody, both sides. But what's happened in this country is very sad. I will totally obliterate the deep state, stop the weaponization of our government, and overhaul the corrupt FBI and DOJ we're going to fix the DOJ. The DOJ is corrupt. The FBI is corrupt. Before I even arrived at the Oval Office, I will shortly, and right after we win, I will have the horrible war between Russia and Ukraine settled. Many people are dying. You know, I did a town hall for CNN, 
And I did so good that they fired the head of CNN. I love that. They got the highest ratings in 11 years and they fired the head. You're supposed to be the opposite. They're supposed to say congratulations, but uh, they fired him. But we talked about all of these things at the uh, at that town hall it was actually good. Caitlin Collins, I think she ruined her. Caitlin Collins, right? I think she ruined her career that night. That was not a great night for CNN, but they did get good ratings. That's the good news. But I'm able to say very strongly that I'm the only candidate who can make a promise that's a very important promise, the most important promise that we can have. I will prevent World War III. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And to stop the Marxist prosecutors who release rapists and murderers while persecuting Republicans, conservatives, and people of faith, I will direct a completely overhauled DOJ to investigate every radical DA and AG in America for their illegal racist in reverse enforcement of the law. As we restore the border, I will also use Title 42 to end the child trafficking crisis by returning all trafficked children to their families in their home and the countries from which they come. On day one, I will repeal Joe Biden's insane electric vehicle mandate. Now think of it. Think of it. Number one, I told you before, they're made all in China, all going to be made in China and other countries, none here. The United Auto Workers ought to endorse Trump very quickly. You know, for years and decades, they just automatically endorse a Democrat. But we've lost 50 percent of our automaking over the number of decades. Goes to Mexico, goes to China. Mexico, unbelievable. A lot of it goes to Canada. The USMCA has been unbelievable what we did with that. But a lot of it goes to Canada. What they've done is so bad. But now they want to do electric tanks. So we have our big Sherman tanks running in. They want to make them electric so they can be friendly, environmentally friendly, as you go in and blast the hell out of a community that they want to blast out. But it's done in an environmentally friendly way. Now think of it. Now the only problem is the tank can't go very far. It doesn't have the kind of power they need. But it can't go very far. So they're going to have to put charging stations all up and down enemy territory. These people are crazy, I'm telling you. These people, they want to make electric tanks. And I said, no, thanks. And the other problem is the battery. You know, the battery is so big that you'd have to have the tank towing a truck behind it because the battery, battery is very big. That's a good idea. Then they want to change our trucks to all electric. And I know a lot about trucks and a lot about the industry. And I have a lot of friends in the industry, big ones, the biggest guys, the biggest they have. Hundreds of these things, big ones. And one of them said, you know, I've been doing this for 60 years, and every year my truck gets bigger, better. I build these big, I get these big trucks. They're incredible. Peter built different manufacturers. And I, I buy a lot of them every year. He's a big, owns a lot of them. And he, one of the biggest, great guy. I won't use his name. I don't want to get him in trouble. But great guy. But oh, they're all great guys, you know. They do a great job. He said, every year my trucks get better. They're bigger, they're better, they're stronger, they go faster, they're just incredible. And if they do the electric mandate on trucks, we will go back 60 years. Because a truck that's top of the line, big, with the big tanks for the diesel, uh, it could go approximately 2,000 miles. An electric truck could go approximately 300 miles. It's a slight difference. You talk about supply chain problems, right? So you'll have to stop six or seven times in order to do what another truck is doing. And they don't care about that. 
The other day I left South Carolina and I visited a big boat factory with a fantastic company. They make hundreds of boats a year. They make beautiful speedboats. And they said that the government now is starting to impose electric mandates on them. They want the boat to be all electric. The problem is the batteries are so heavy that the boat can't float. And they're so big that almost the entirety of the boat would have to be electric. And he said, you know, you asked me a question, sir, that nobody's ever asked me. We're talking about this. They want us to go two miles an hour up to 90 miles out. I said, how far does the boat go? About 60 miles. You mean two miles? So in other words, these are speedboats. They want them to go two miles an hour because they want to protect the whales. Now, in 50 years, one whale was injured by a boat, but the windmills have driven hundreds of whales onto shore. So the windmills are okay, but a boat has to go two miles an hour. But I, I said to him, I said, let me ask you this question. He said he was very honored by this because smart guy. I said, uh, what happens if your boat sinks and you're sitting on top of this massive battery? Do you get electrocuted? He said, you know, nobody's ever asked me that question before. I was honored, you know, because he's been asked every question, Ziggy. He's been asked every question. He said, nobody's ever asked me that. But that's our uncle from MIT. We have an uncle, a brilliant uncle from a great professor for, I think, the longest term ever from MIT. That's where we get that. I said, so what happens? You get electrocuted with the boat's going down and you're like a little bit off the battery. Do you get electrocuted? So am I better off sitting on top of that battery you're going down? Or am I better off jumping about 10 yards over there? But there's a shark over there. And if I had my choice between a shark and electrocution, I will take electrocution every single day. Do we agree? But they want to change boats to all electric, and uh, they don't work. They don't work. And they don't want to hear it. You know, it's like they don't work. In California, they have brownouts and blackouts every single day, and yet they want to go all electric cars. So they want to have all electric cars, and yet they don't have enough electric to take care of the state, which is, by the way, if he ever runs, we'll have so much fun, because that is the worst-run state. It's just unbelievable. I watch him being interviewed, and he said, oh, no, California, we're doing great. Bop, 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 bop. He's going, great, great, great. It's been unbelievable. Bop, bop, bop. The place is getting killed. People are leaving. A beautiful place, though, I will say that. I don't know if he's going to run. And I'm going to be nice to him because he's always been very nice to me. But if we run, we're not going to be nice to him because, you know, because we're going to have to see if Joe Biden gets to the starting gate. I don't know if he's going to get to the starting gate. I don't know that he will. I think he might not. I hope he does, because I think it would be a wonderful thing for America to have a Republican president like me. But 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 we're going to see under a Trump administration. Gasoline fired engines will be allowed, but child sexual mutilation will not be allowed. We're not going to allow people to sexually mutilate your child. On day one, I will sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school pushing critical race theory, transgender insanity, and other inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content to our beautiful children. It's crazy. I will not give one penny to any school that has a vaccine mandate or mask mandate. <laughs> And I will do something that's amazing to me that I even have to mention this. I will keep men out of women's sports 100% immediately. First day. First day. Did you see the weightlifting record that was broken by 150 pounds? Did you see that the other day? They have a young woman up. She was a fantastic, powerful, powerful woman. 
and she held <laughs> records and she wanted to beat this record 18 and they took a quarter of an ounce and they put it on one side and they took a quarter of an ounce and they put it in the other side of his barbell thick steel got to lift it up and her parents were right sitting right where lee is right there lee lee is a big fan of barack hussein obama i'm only kidding <laughs> the opposite but they're sitting right where lee is the great lee and they're so proud of their daughter look at her she's so strong she's so great and she got down and she she was gonna do it for mom and dad and the whole country and she uh, and she gets it up i have a problem i have a wife who does he, she hates this routine she said it's so unpresidential but i say people love it i said darling you're a great first lady but people love this routine she said couldn't you do it with less enthusiasm and i understand what she's saying but this isn't, I'm very presidential. When we did State of the Union addresses, I did very well. I, I wouldn't do this, I wouldn't do this routine at a State of the Union address. So I'll do it just a quickie for you, okay, if you don't mind. So she gets down, she goes up, oh, oh. And her parents are just so proud of her. And she's getting ready to make the last move. And she gets out, and she drops it. And then a guy who transitioned comes over. Have you lifted before, they ask. Uh, no, not really. But I'd love to give it a try. And he goes, all right. And takes the weight that she couldn't lift. Boom. Puts it down. Then they add 10 pounds. They add another 10. They add another 10. They keep adding the damn weight. She couldn't do a quarter of an ounce on each side. And I believe he broke the record by approximately 150 pounds. I think that's pretty tough. It's going to be hard to beat that record. Do you agree with that, Gina? And then the worst of all was the great swimmer, great athlete, great champion. Brilliant swimmer. She's ready to start. She looks left, you know, because they're all like this very, very incredible crowd of people like golfers. You know, they grow up at six years old, at seven years old, at eight years. They're all playing the same guys because it's the pyramid, right? And those are all the best players. They play them from the time they're six years old. And she swam against all these people, knew them well, because she was a champion swimmer, and she was swimming. She looks over to the left, and there's six girls that she knew very well, all top girls. And then she looks over to the right, there's six girls and one very big girl. She looks up, and he looked like Wilt Chamberlain on steroids, okay, this guy. She looks, that's the biggest human being I think I've ever seen. And she wanted to break the record, and she was equipped to break the record. But what happened is uh, she suffered a terrible, terrible injury. You know what the injury was? Windburn. He went by her so fast that she suffered massive windburn. The wind was so strong as he went by her. Then he went in. He had lunch for a little while, and then the girls finished. And uh, that was the end of the race. He broke a record by many, many, I think 18 seconds or something like that. This is crazy. This is so demeaning to women. It's so horrible. And a lot of the young women that are being affected don't want to talk about it. They're all afraid to talk, right? They're all afraid to talk. But just as I did four years ago, I will fully uphold the Second Amendment. Our Second Amendment is under siege. We will restore free speech and I will secure our elections. Our goal will be one day, think of this, one day voting with paper ballots and voter ID. One day. That's right. They just yep. had an election in France. In France, they had, you know, they used to have mail-in ballots in France, and it was so corrupt that they 
went to one-day voting with mail-in ballots, very special paper and very good stuff, and they had 36 million people voting at 10 o'clock. That was the end of it, 10 o'clock. You had a winner, you had a loser. Macron won, and that's it. I mean, people went home and they worry about the next election, but there was no problems that we have where we have things that are so bad that went on and everybody knows it and it's being adjudicated all over the place. But until we do that, Republicans must compete and we must win. And after we do that, we're going to get things changed so that we can have honest elections here. So in conclusion, this is what we must do to restore our country to greatness. The USA is a mess. Israel is under attack. Our economy is crashing. Inflation is out of control like just about never before. You know, inflation is what they call a country buster. If you look back at old-time Germany, you look back at some of the countries that suffered inflation, in some cases not as bad as ours, it breaks up the country. It's country buster time. China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea have formed together as a menacing and destructive coalition. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat in 200 years. 200 years. That'll be a defeat like no other. That will be third world country for us. It won't happen with me, not even a chance. Just like Russia would never have invaded Ukraine and China would not have even thought about raiding Taiwan. China's giving Taiwan very Mm -hmm. serious thought. And the whole thing with Israel, where that focus is now, They're probably looking at it even tougher. If you took the first, anything you want, five presidents, you take the worst five presidents, and I think I can really make, you know, I've been saying for a long time, if you took the Mm -hmm. worst five presidents and added them up, nobody would be as bad as Biden. Nobody would be close. But, you know, I really believe I could now make it 10 I could make it 10. You could take the 10 worst presidents in the history of our country, add them up, and nobody would be as bad as this crooked, horrible president that we have. And, you know, I never spoke so badly about him. You, you've been following me for a long time. You've heard me speak. And we've, we're really like a family, this, this group today. And all of MAGA, all of MAGA, the Republican Party, look, MAGA, and the Republic, most of the Republican, they like to say, well, MAGA represents approximately 55%. No, it represents probably close to 100% yep. of the Republican Party. It's over the but, Republicans wrapped in bacon. Mm-hmm. But we're a failing nation. We're a nation in decline. We're a nation that's doing so badly. We've never had anything like this. And it's one thing after the other. All of these mm-hmm. wars, we had no wars. I got out of every war. That's right. We defeated ISIS. We got out. But now these radical left lunatics want to interfere with our elections by using law enforcement. It's totally corrupt, and mm-hmm. we're not going to let it happen. Yep. 2024 FBI. is our final battle. It's our final battle. It it's is. also, frankly, both ways. It'll either be the worst day in history or it'll be the best day in history. It's very simple. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers from our government. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists, Marxists, and fascists. We will throw off the sick political class that hates our country. We will rout the fake news media. They're fake. That's right. Yes. Not all of them. We've got some wonderful, great professionals, but many of them, and they know they're fake. 
We will evict Joe Biden from the White House and we will finish the job once and for all. Because the great silent majority is rising like never before. And under our leadership, it's our leadership, all of us together, the forgotten man and woman will be forgotten no longer. With your help, your love and your vote, we will put America first and we will make America great again, greater than ever before. I want to thank you, Club 47. I want to thank you. God bless you. God bless America. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Our guy. Well... He didn't have a fire. He called no. out BB. He did. He did call BB. We called him out because BB and Barack Hussein Obama created Hamas, and someone said something. Well, the we CIA created. Wait, hold on. Hold on. We, we, uh, Hamas was created by the CIA even before Barack Wait, Hussein that, Obama. Actually, it was a birth child from the high value intelligence group that I worked at. It was Obama's idea. How could it, it be? It was the same. Well, Hamas well, has been around for. Pro- yeah, but we weaponized them and activated we weaponized them, them back in the in the late nineties. Yes, and that yeah. was from the Mujahideen things that we did out with Osama bin Laden, you know, to take out the Soviets. Oh, so I'm just we saying, just, we, I don't think Barack yeah. Obama's that smart. I actually don't. No, Barack think he's Obama. An idiot. Uh, actually, he's not an idiot. He's extremely hmm. smart. He is extremely cunning. You know, oh, um, three nice. times, three times, three times I've been at his office, watching him at his desk, thinking, I could tell you, he's not a very nice person, and he's extremely smart, extremely smart. Don't underestimate him. Maybe a little bit limber and limp-wristed, but <laughs> maybe <he's> Michael <laughs> and groomed <laughs> for many really years. Smart. Oh yeah, he was we, created just for this. That's we, right. We got a bunch of rubble rants. I just want to say thank you to all of them. Uh, Lori Lee, uh, 77, great show to host tonight. Thank you for sharing your time and talent with us. Appreciate y'all. God bless. He, mm-hmm. he went through a lot. He went through a lot. And, and he's, not back, he's not backing down on the election fraud. But, no, I love but, it. But I have to tell you, Tori, I have to say this. Mm-hmm. The machine's got to go. The mail-in ballot's got to go. Machine's got to go. Mail-in ballot's got to go. And it's got to go. And it's going to take the people to do it. But we can do it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Can I have a Coke? Um, I agree. Because we're in this mess because we can't vote. Do you want Hunter Coke or do you want, like, the soda Coke? Coke? Oh, I'm on a regular Coke. Oh, my God. Nothing electronic. I mean... You know, I love Trump because he, he, he shouts it out. I mean, he talks about elections. You can't get anybody else in Washington to talk about elections. No. And, you know, that's, that, that is the foundation right there. I mean, we wouldn't have the border problem. We wouldn't have the fentanyl problem. The, the illegals pouring across that I believe are going to be in every city and launch a, a jihad when that, when that, uh, uh, thing is flipped whatever the the switch is flipped and people need to be uh, know that i really believe that that is what what's planning for the u.s and so people wake up wake up 
not not here. And oh, get and, and yeah, and we need to get a Coke for uh, Tori. <laughs> Stop! It's so long. I put mute. Damn it! <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to get you over here, but right. you, you got me on that one. No, I'm muted myself. Oh my god! You like Coke better than Pepsi? Um, yes. Oh. God, I'm red in the face. If you guys could see me, redder than my rashes from the bite. <laughs> well, you did say that your cat came out of you. Yeah. <laughs> I need some lipstick, Tori. <laughs> Listen, what he did today, what, you know, his, his, um, Club 47 was fantastic. He went through everything. Uh, the disappointment that I had was the 40 babies thing. I think he kind of like blew over that one, even though it's already come back that it's false. And in fact, I have a video, uh, Apollo, I think I retweeted it on my Twitter, um, where, you know, Biden admitted that they were saying that they were throwing babies out of something because that, you know, that helps with war or something. If you can find it, it's a video of Joe Biden saying that a while back. Um, Biden admits to lying about dead babies helps war propaganda. Throwing babies out of incubators was a fake story for the Gulf War. He says it. Like, uh, I put it on my Twitter. Someone shared it. So, um, I'm looking for it. Yeah, I'm looking it's, for it. it's, it should be the top one that I, that I, um, uh, it's after phenomenology. I'm looking at Amir Safarti. Hold on. Um, DM it to you. Let me DM it to you, Apollo, since you're doing this. All right. Um, that was interesting because the story came back that it wasn't babies and they were just saying things because Israel debunked it. I right? got it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, it's, it's the, I, I've said this before. Evil is not creative. They can't create. They only re, you know, redo the same thing. It's the same playbook again and again and again and again. All right. I'm going to play this right quick. Where is it? Here it is. Al Jazeera is actively disclosing ADF. And I think uh, all administrations tend to do that. I remember the first Gulf War. We heard all this about babies being killed in Kuwait and the like. That wasn't the reason we went to Kuwait, but it was sort of icing on the cake to deal with public opinion, I think. ultimate reason. Okay, so go back and now find the video of Madeleine Albright, 60 Minutes, stating that killing babies, this is what happened in the first Gulf War when they went to Kuwait, and the fact that it was okay that a half a million babies, or excuse me, half a million children, women and children died, Mm. excuse me, half a million children died in Iraq long before 9-11. Let's find that. Because this just shows you, this war machine, this, this thing that they have built, is all designed to create chaos as we talk to the chaos coordinator. And, yeah, and, and tug at the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Use emotion to control the people. It's an emotional war. That's right. I think I got it. Administrations tend to do that. I remember the first Gulf War, we heard all this. Oh, that's the other one. Half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. Wow. A half a million children. I hope Madeleine Albright is like, literally has a poker stuck up her butt and she's being skewered down in hell. Kill I hope that if she's reincarnated, she turns into a redwood tree that can never die and is stuck in the same place for a thousand years, watching the world go by burn and regrow, and she can't do shit about it. That's what I hope. Urgent advisory from the Israeli government. Within the next few hours, 
Hamas terrorists are expected to disseminate photos and videos of hostages and acts of torture across social media platforms. The government of Israel is urgently requests the following actions be taken. Do not engage in sharing these images or videos under any circumstances. Doing so contributes to psychological warfare against both the state of Israel and its citizens. Shield minor, number two, shield minors from exposure to this disturbing content. The images and videos are highly graphic and could induce significant emotional distress. Mm. It says your cooperation adhering to these directives is critically important. I want to do this really quick. A Seward 17 just gave us, I think, the largest rumble rant we've ever gotten. Mm. It's a $500 rumble rant. I just want to say thank, thank you. you. It says, God bless you for the fight oh, you wow. put up for us every day. Mm. So thank you. Mm. And then Allie Mountain Girl, um, truth will prevail. Thankful, thankful to share the journey with you folks. There's so many other rumble rants, but I want to say thank you. Uh, that should go on the leaderboard for largest support that we've that we received on wow. on Rumble. So thank you. Yeah. I tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna take that five hundred dollars and we're gonna give it to um, Tina's fund, Aww. her um, her uh, uh, defense fund. So we'll get that thank over you. to you. Thank so you. So thank you. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, your generous. legal fund. And and you asked legal about fund. the magic wheel. Have your lawyers ask yes. the local court to uh, just ad- uh, advise uh, the software that they use to select your jury. Great. Thank you, Tori, for that. When I read that on your Tori said, it was very enlightening. People need to deal. know. It is yeah. a big deal. People need to know about that. And also jury nullification. People need to understand if you're going to be a juror that you have the right to, you. Are, that's why the judge stands and everyone else in the courtroom stands when the jury comes in. You are the law. You know, if if you believe that person, uh, even if they have committed uh, the law, if you believe them innocent, uh, you can you can step up. You are the jury. You are the law in that courtroom. So yeah, you know, speaking speaking of jury, at least you get one. Uh, President Trump Mm -hmm. said he doesn't get one. And you know what's funny? When the AG Mm -hmm. of North Dakota came after me, I wasn't allowed one either. How can they do that? I don't know, but at least one of the judges didn't electronically gag me. Well, yeah, but bunch of cheaters. It feels like you know I was like the test subject of all their fucking corruption. They came after one of their old own. No and cussing. Every, yes, and and did everything they're doing to him. They did yes. be on a lower level. <laughs> I won't. It'll beep. Stick. I'll be your beep. Do you know how many beeps we're gonna have to beep it'll, out on the beep 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 beep? beep? No, it was just two that I slipped, and it's and it, fiddlesticks. I'll beep. use that. It's like okay. Apollo. He said like four. I, I may have slipped up to that. Oh, I thought you said fork. I Allegedly. thought we were talking about utensils. No, oh, sorry. I, I stick with fiddlesticks. I think it sounds better. Um, but it's like pretty crazy. He went through everything. The fact that he called out BB was like mm-hmm. and Soleimani. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's see. See this. So he keeps talking about Soleimani that the CIA didn't do right. He did it with his own PMC. Right. The president did, but. If Soleimani was neutralized, then that means that Hezbollah was neutralized. Hmm? And therefore, and ISIS, obviously, right? So what do we have left? Hamas and ISIL. Both creations of Barack Hussein Obama, by the way. Amplification of creations, right? So whatever happened with Valerie Jarrett and and, uh, 
you know, all those that were in with Clinton over her shoulder the whole time. Remember those? She lives with Barack. So I'm assuming, you know, I don't think that she did anything with the paddle border, uh, but, you know, she lives with him. She's been living with him. But you know what's interesting? Mm. And I was just kind of thinking about it. You know, I've always said that we have to show the people, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of hold the mirror up, show them how they're responding to things and kind of show the process of things because it's really ridiculous. People are coming out and saying things and you're like, did you just say that out loud? Mm-hmm. Like I was watching the defense minister of Israel saying that he's going to cut off water and food and electricity. And I was like, what to a, to a refugee camp? No one's not a lot of people have been to Gaza to know what it looks like. Right. These are people that are, you know, just in camps. And it's like, that is so wrong. We are advocating for crimes against humanity. These are crimes against humanity. I don't care how wrong. So there's 20 innocent people and two Hamas people in there, and you're going to take out all of them, like Madeleine Albright said? Like Biden said, oh, we just do that, you know? Is it fake? Is it real? We don't know. But at the end of the day, it's still disgusting, right? Well, you know, they use they use humans as shields. So these t- these terrorists, these criminals, um, you know, barbaric. I mean, they don't care about human life. They no. will they will put a baby in front of themselves or a child uh, to protect themselves. And you know, I, I believe that everyone was born for this time. And there are certain you know there are certain uh, things that, that you're called to do, whether it's if you're a soldier or you know, um, involved, you know, with me in, in, in exposing election fraud and, or speaking out, you know, we have to be brave and we have to understand that death is not, is not really the end. So. Well, um, I'm really angry though, because the IDF is posting, like if you, you stand with Israel or you stand with terrorists, it's like, no, we're not going to uh, com- be, be complicit with genocide, right. For your seaside access, Right. Because of, you know, a handful of people that are private military contractors coming in to instigate what you want to say is a war and how you got caught with your pants. I don't even understand how the Iron Dome didn't detect parachuting people. I mean, you don't even need an Iron Dome to see someone parachuting. If you see one, they they have like tons of them coming out of the sky and nobody saw people parachuting. Come on. Like, you know, there's some things that people need to just step back, not talk about it, and watch it unfold. And all I've been seeing is people react. And I think this is how we take out the media. They sat there and had serious conversations. And the same people that were pandering the outrage of babies and, and children dying are the same ones that turned the other way with Podesta and with, you know, um, Weinstein and Wiener and Barack and... Epstein and Maxwell and uh, come on. And now we're listening to them. That, that you got to call that them out. Yeah, you should. And that's why I'm like, I'm upset that I'm watching conservative ink. Totally pandered to it. But I wanted to say something. Let me you tell know, you why Trump. That's Trump the thing is- I love about, about you three and others out there. And what I love about conservative daily is, and Joe and I were talking about it today. You call them out. Don't let them hide under a rock. Don't let them, you know, just, just don't be quiet about it. Call them out. And that's what I love about you guys. Well, we, well, don't we, know it, we don't know it any other way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what people that aren't afraid of the truth. The only people that are afraid of the truth are the ones that have something to hide. Right? right. But let me tell you why Trump is such a genius. And it dawned on me. 
He placates to whatever conservative ink says, whatever the mainstream media says. He just goes with it. He, he feeds into it. So they think, oh, he's on the same page of the narrative, but he's totally not. He just placates to it. So that way people think, oh, well, he just knows whatever's on the media. Whereas in the background, we're getting a lot of stuff done, aren't we, Joe? Oh, we are. Mm-hmm. And that's and, what I'm trying and, to say. It, it, it is, it, it, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything. I, I have so much to say that I'll go off on a tangent, go the wrong way. Well, you like, want to no! say something? Go for it. Go wait, for wait, it. wait. Why don't you think of it? Um, Apollo. Check your Telegram. I sent you a video that someone sent. Does anybody use Robert. Telegram anymore? I do. I do. Stop it. Representative Nels totally yeah. said Trump is the head of our party. It sounds like he was listening to our spaces because when we did the two-prong attack to Congress, it was like, well, are you having secret ballots? We want to hear what, what deals you're cutting. I want to know why Scalise got the upper hand and they didn't choose President Trump's pick, right? So there was two. Why didn't they pick the pick? And why are you having secret meetings? And he addressed that. And it's pretty awesome. Did you see it? Did you find it? I have the video from Tory Graham. Yeah. Oh, my God. You got to see it. It's so awesome. All right. Here we go. Over yourself because Donald Trump's the leader of our party. Oh, my gosh. CNN. You're going to be fair to me? For all the school Okay, go ahead. What do you want to talk about? Who did you vote for in there? Jim Jordan. And now that he's released the speaker elect, what do you plan to do on the floor? Well, I don't know. We got to see if it's going to go to the floor. Did somebody tell you it's going to the floor today? I heard potentially three. O'clock. Potentially, it'll be interesting. I, uh, uh, Steve Scalise got 113 votes. That is a majority. But how are you going to convince the other hundred and something? All of a sudden, just say, "Well, now we're all going to vote for Steve Scalise." I think Steve Scalise is a great guy, but he got 51% of the conference. So my point is this. If we're going to take this floor to the vote, or this, this vote to the floor, I hope you try to get everybody together and figure out how you're going to get all the others to say, okay, Steve's the guy. What do you need to hear from Scalise to vote for him on I'm sorry? What do you need to hear from Scalise? What can you do to get him Listen, Steve Scalise is a great leader. He became the minor, the whip. He became the, the majority leader. He's been here a long time. I think he's a hell of a nice guy. I think he's very, very effective. And I feel certain he'll do a great job as speaker as well. I have nothing against these police. I was just more on the, the Jordan side. I'm more, you know, that Freedom Caucus guy, and, and that's who Donald Trump wanted. What do you think that means that Donald Trump endorsed and Bernie Jordan did not win? Well, you got some people in the conference that obviously have some issues with Donald Trump, but I would probably say to those in the Republican conference that have problems with Donald Trump, get over yourself, because Donald Trump's the leader of our party. Make no mistake. And we've got issues with the DOJ. We keep talking about this all the time. We got issues with the DOJ, the FBI, the Attorney General is a clown. The, the Mayorkas doesn't care about border security. You want to fix that? You won't even do it with a 50-seat majority in the House of Representatives. You've got to get the White House back. Every decision we make as a conference is in the, should be in the best interest of getting Donald Trump, the leader of our party, who will be our nominee in the White House in 2024. That's it. That is my focus. Is Donald Trump the leader of the party, though? Donald Trump is the leader of our party because the governor from Florida and everybody else on the stage, give me a break, he's crushing them all. He's crushing them all. Donald Trump, Donald Trump is the leader of our party, the American people, the Republican Party has spoken loud and clear. Now let's do everything to get behind the greatest president in my lifetime, 
Donald J. Trump. And when we get the White House back in 2024, we can fix the numerous crises that we have in our country, whether it's the southern border. Hell, I don't think Hamas would even be in Israel if we had Donald Trump as our president. Did not win. For who? Trump, who Trump endorsed for speaker was Jim Jordan. I, um, I got it, but uh, he also got 99 votes. Jim Jordan did get 99. That's a significant number. Can House Republicans afford to have a second round of the speaker? I, you know what I wish we'd have done. I'm not. Hey, listen, I'm the junior woodchuck in the room, right? I wish we'd have had a second vote then and say, okay, how many votes now will get behind Steve Scalise for speaker, and we'd have had that number. I wish we'd have had that number. We'd have had one more vote and said, okay, Steve's a guy. How many of you will go on the House floor and say, Steve's fully speaker? We don't know that number. You think that's less than 217? I, I think that's very difficult to accomplish right now. I think there should have been some more dialogue. So we'll have to wait and see. Anyway. But you say you're supporting on the floor. we got to see what happens. I don't know. Are we going to the floor today? I think we should have some more dialogue. I just want to make sure that we don't go through what we did in January and, and embarrass ourselves, because it was the clown show. It was a clown show. Anyway, we owe it to the American people to do better. Matter of fact, the American people in January saw the destruction this administration was doing, and they gave us the gavel because they're begging for leadership. But How much do we love this guy? I'm just saying. We need a lot of woodchucks like him. We yeah, do. I'm just, a, I'm just a, yeah, I'm, I'm just the junior woodchucker, Chuck, Chuck, woodchuck, Chuck. All right, look, we've been, we've been on here for now four hours. So, uh, Apollo, make sure that you change the thing so that, uh, Tori's on it. Yes, I know. Tina's on yeah, it. I'll do it. President Trump's on it. It's going to be lit. Yeah, lit, lit. Super lit. Um, I want to give all you guys a chance to speak to Tina. I, I want to like, let the cat out of the bag. You have like a wait, wait, wait. Announcer. Tina's here. We can't go. I'm sorry. Did you see what came out of California being awarded because they withheld information about the election machines? No. Tell us. Huh. Eighty-five thousand dollars. Yeah. I mean, at least they got that back because they wouldn't give pertinent election information. They're a bunch of liars, you know? though, Tori. We we have to get rid of the machines. Get rid of the mail-in ballots. Period. Period. But, period okay. Period. So, so the only way we get rid of the machines is if the people decide it. I mean, I'm the working people on. People literally go. Do- we we have a plan, right. Tori. We got to talk yeah. to you about the plan. We have a plan. Yeah. Do we not have a plan, Apollo? Yeah. Do we have a plan? We do have a plan. We have a plan. <laughs> wait, Tori. Wait till you hear yeah, the I plan. I got something in Ohio, so let's let's get it done there too. In Ohio, hey, it's more legal. Are you but... talking about Stanislaus hey, County? Get, guess what I did, by the way. You're gonna love this. Tell me. So somebody sent Mike Lindell a text message from a phone number. And that phone number came from Cortez, Colorado, and it was done by a computer. And it says that Joe's an anti-Semite, all this, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then another person that, really? Are you serious? Sorry, my pup. Come here. <laughs> uh, so another person uh, that you know, Tori, that, that remains Stop. unnamed. Oh, yeah. Ah. Yeah, one of those ah. people. Uh-huh. Calls him and says, did you see what Joe said? Only here's the problem. The person that actually sent the text message is one of the same people that decided to reach out. And I caught him. <laughs> I caught, uh, I, I really want to be able to just Apollo, blow the whistle you, right now. Do it. What? But I can't. Stop, no. I can't. Do no. it. Do I can't. it. Can't. Uh, not, no. Can't. Okay. Should I? Expose? It, it, it reminds no. me of a very dirty about song Trump. we were doing, Tina. Do it. Do it. 
Like, no. it could. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's, not, that's not the one I was thinking of, Tori. <laughs> But we got to tell him. We got to tell him about Norma. Oh yeah, Norma Ah. Anderson. Uh oh, what happened? Uh oh, lay down, Joe. Oh, what happened, Apollo? Apollo, you went blurry. (laughs) (laughs) Apollo, what happened? Broke everything. Okay, that was Norma. Norma. That's because we said her name. Norma. Norma Norma Anderson. We have to talk about Norma. All right, we'll do do this really quick. (laughs) Norma Anderson. Let me talk. Let okay, me talk. sorry. I'll okay. just shut my mouth. Right. Okay, so you this remember is, when I was running for Secretary of State, right? Because Jenna is holding the water for Oh, me. boy. Okay, so when I was running for Secretary of State, the reason I stepped into the race, right? First of all, uh, February uh, of 2022, February 12th, the Biden administration decided to keep J. Alex Halderman report sealed. So on, on Valentine's Day, two days later, I said, I got to run right in the belly of this beast, right? Ran for Secretary of State in four months. No, no, no. I did more than, I did, I raised more than all my opponents combined. But listen to the, who one of my re- opponents was, was Pam Anderson, who was the, one of the five directors and, and the secretary for Center C- for Tech and Civic Life, right? CTCL that, that, Zuckerberg's that, that, yeah, that, that, uh, funneled $470 million. They'd only collected like a million at the most in, in a year. $470 million and, it, and 96% went to counties that Biden won. So, so obviously this is, she was just put in as a stand in to ensure that Jenna Griswold, but you know, uh, um, was reelected. Okay. So I beat them all. 47% up in the polls. They cheated the election. That's that's history. But this is what's coming down to real time right now. Her mother, Norma Anderson, Pam Anderson's mother, who is supposedly a Republican but not, she is on the uh, lawsuit to sue to keep Trump off the ballot in Colorado. Can you believe it? Yes, you can, because we know that these people are impossible. They work together. They're 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 bacon wrapped terrorist communist garbage. Sorry. Oh, but Jenna Griswold says it's a Republican oh, that's yeah. voting to keep Trump off the ballot. A Republican who then it's all kabuki theater. Mm-hmm. And Pam mm-hmm. Pam Anderson, yeah, she Vile. beat you. She beat you by. She didn't th- beat me. We they actually went. Vote. Oh my gosh! They flipped the algorithm. I won. Then it was Pam. Then it was the this this yeah imposter. Um, but I came in last with 47% up in the votes. But what you have to know now is this Pam, this Pam Anderson's mother is the one on the top of that ticket uh, suing to keep Trump off the ballot. So, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, Matt Crane says he's a Republican. He, and, Matt and, you Crane's know, a piece of trash. Well, and you know his, his wife has Eric worked for, for Dominion for over two decades, and he's head of the Colorado County Clerks Association. That's why there's no other clerks coming out and, uh, and you know, saying that they're deleting election records and breaking federal law. What do you think about that, Tori? Um, well, Different I, Pam consider, Anderson, it, Dana. I consider it business as usual for them, right? Mm-hmm. I consider it business as usual. We will fix this, but I think people have to see the animosity in in everything in order to be able to see it. No one wants to believe anything. You know, everyone wants to think that things are happening secretly, Mm -hmm. 
we're all working. I mean, look how long it took for California. I know they just paid because they wouldn't give them images of ballots, right? Which now they were remunerated for it, right? We but are the, getting somewhere. But, know, even, but even with the images, but even with the images, right. the images have been changed. We know. We know right. the images have been changed. Right. Uh, but like the, Brian. The, the thing, the thing that um, about Colorado, which strikes me out, everybody keeps talking about how Boebert sided with McCarthy. Do you mm-hmm. know, you know how they're having these discussions? Well, mm-hmm. wasn't Boebert the only conservative in Colorado? Don't even get me started on her. Stop! Let me just let me just say, mm-hmm. and even though they stole the election from her, they kind of backtracked it from Boebert. Yeah, she won no. in the end. No, 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 no. They gave him back to her. Oh, they listen. made her win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can tell you lots about Bobert. Just don't even get me started. You you might be able to tell a whole uh, lot more about Bobert. Look, Bobert used to used to be okay till she went to uh she went to Washington and got amnesia, divorced her husband, um, decided to hang out with a Democrat, feel him up and vape and then lie about all of it because thought she didn't. Well, I'm in that her distance. district. You know that. I'm I'm I am in her district. You can't hogtie that woman down and get her to say the word election. I, I think maybe you should run against her, but that's my thing. Uh, yeah, you should. I would totally. I'm just saying she's just like a she's cute, you know, and overly tan. But I know where she originated from. The she modeling has my shoes. agency. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. She does. I know the modeling that. agency that she comes from is the same one that gave us a lot of these influencers that we see today. Candace. Right? Um yep. Mommy Laren. So um <laughs> all of them came from the same place. You're talking right? about the escort um, agency? Uh, well, it's the one that um, BB's people had created, Illuminating oh. Modeling or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, Illuminated Models or something. It was an illu- something like uh, that, yeah. yeah it's and an and all thing. of the models that were on those pages are now conservative influencers, which is so weird. It's almost as if Scott they were Presser? modeling all hot. Huh? Yeah. But, you know, it, I don't know how captured they are. And that's the thing. Everyone's captured. Not me. I, you Not, know, you. Not, well, Not you. Not you. Yeah, but the whole nations, all of them. I mean, no matter what we do, like people are constantly falling into rhetoric. And and I would have thought that after six years, come on, guys, of him just standing in the gap and taking arrow after arrow to show us all this, that people would have been like, maybe we should use discernment and not just listen. And it's like you need it's like people it's like babies in a nest with the bird and their mouths are open. Tell us what to say. Tell us how to think. Uh, feed us rather than think myself. And that sucks. Well, we and, have okay, to educate them. We have to get but, the yeah, word out. You know, do, but Joe just did something to me. And I just want to say, so how did that end? I'm so sorry. I'm stuck on that because I'm just like, what, how did that end? How did the scenario end? Stop. Apollo, stop. I could see your face. What's happening? The story, the story, the story Stop. ended. The story ended with Mike calling me because we talk all the time, and I was like, "Mike, that's absurd. Show me where. Show me where I ever said anything like that. Did you? Did you cuss? I was like, "No, I did not." It turns out I didn't. Turns out that I didn't say anything. Turns out it was all a lie. But but I have other people, <laughs> Pizza Tilly. Who run around? Oh, oh, this is even better. I have to be nice. Uh oh. 
All right, hold on. Who, who ran around, around saying, Joe's stealing data. Joe's stealing data. I can't believe Joe's stealing data. So, of course, the person that he said this to said, well, send me your evidence that he's stealing data, and we'll I'll take a look at it. Silence. <laughs> Nothing. Because the these people are not real. They're not serious people, Tori. They, no, they hate me. Mean, they hate they me because try. what? What they're guilty of, they then yeah. say you did because they know how they did it. So they want to put it on you, but then they can't recreate it. And then they're stuck. Uh, listen, this happens all the time. Uh, I am hated. I am conservative. Hank hates me. I mean, hate is they hate me because I'm like, that's not true. And then I'll say stuff like this, like, like good old <laughs> Zilly who, <laughs> who comes out <laughs> and he says, and he says stuff that's so stupid. So I sent him a text message that said, hey, I thought Wait, you were, I heard uh, you were looking for Can I say something on Pete? Let's what? put a parenthesis. So do you know down at the J6, as we're working on we're all this footage, you know, I just want to say, right? Yeah. Do you know that all the Bundy people were there too, part of the whole thing? On which one? Right. Yeah. I can the already Bundy tell you the Bundy people? thing. Uh, I'm going to have, I'm gonna have well, they were at Hammond J6. back on again. They were back. <sighs> there were a few of them at J6. Yeah, but the, but the, the eighteen way. what was it? Eighteen unindictable co-conspirators. Yes. Yeah. Because they're feds, and so uh, that's the thing. I remember the, the the last, not this previous one, but the previous one, because you know how how hardcore I support Mike, right? Yeah. And I'll just turn up at my own expense just to see him and see what he does because I love him so much. He is doing God's work, and, yep. and this is why he has demons swarming all over him. Oh. I remember. I remember Pete telling me. Hey, I'm. He was talking. I think he said it in front of people too. And he came with like an entourage of another two people. He's like, "You need to stop calling me a fed." And I was like, "Why? Are you embarrassed?" And and then he was <laughs> that was last year, right? Like, yeah, the yeah, the yeah, last year. And I was like, "But you are a fed. You're not going to make me, you know, identify you as something I know is true as something else." He's like, "Oh." I'm not. And I was like, you could tell the people next to you that, but you can't tell me that because I know that for a fact, right? There are 302s. Stop. You know, and I look at him dead in the face and he's continuing. He's like, oh, okay. We could just whatever. And what people don't know is, is that Pete has a couple of devices. And this is the funny part because, you know, there are a lot of FISA warrants active and a lot of FBI warrants active. He records everything he talks about. Everything. And Deb used to be called Susanna or Susanna was used to be uh, called Deb. In person, I can, I can, I can go on. No, I can go on. But what I'm trying to say is, these people are not serious. They're not serious people. That's that's my favorite saying. You're not serious people. They're pedestrian. (laughs) They're thirsty. They go for clicks. This is why we have all this gore online. Is because people are more interested in clicks and money, unknowingly doing it for the money, or knowingly doing it as paid placement, right? It's like we have very few. Oh, I feel better now. <laughs> yeah. I, feel, I feel better now. I guess I've proven myself. <laughs> no, well, it, you know. but it's this is absurd. Come on, Tori. You know these people are not. I, I've been a tech CEO. I, I've had a tech company for twelve years. Twelve years, debt free, never taking a dollar of outside capital. And they like, oh my gosh, Joe doesn't know tech. I'm like this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about tech. I'm. I'm an amateur. I like oh, that. Yeah. Like that. I got this. Hello. Yeah. Let's talk about tech. Well, I can. I can you say need a pencil that, protector. I can say. <laughs> wait, uh, <laughs> I can't picture the dork like that. But I look pretty good in a pencil protector. You look like Coomer. Oh I, I just snap! Get, get out of here. 
Yeah. Well, can you tell me how what? it went on the testifying part? Because I uh, saw your I'll do it next week. To... next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Batman. Batman. And okay. I can't. I can't. I'm not allowed to say. I'm not allowed to say anything. Can't say anything. I was at. I was at the Capitol when I saw it. I was at the Capitol when I saw. Yeah. And I wanted. I wait, and I can't wait. Um. You know, it's it's funny. It's really, really funny how we're coming to an end on the election fraud. It's going to come to the forefront right now. Screaming to an end. Oh, my gosh. And it's going to be like a screech. You guys had Wano Saving on, right? Yes. You had Wano Saving and the Brunsons. How amazing Yes, we they? did. We did. They're all amazing. Is it going to sound what? like this? Is it going to sound like this? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you, did you play that whole thing? That is so good. It just you came, people haven't seen it yet. Wait, on, wait, you came for the dinner with, with Lloyd Bronson, right? I did. I did, yes. Yeah. And you didn't make it, did you, Joe? No. Yeah. Drinking. I wasn't he, invited, he actually. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. You were invited. I had, I had Lloyd on my show. No, no. no. Apollo said he didn't want me good. to steal his thunder. Please don't go. Okay, watch my no, show. I had Lloyd on, too. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, Lloyd <laughs> is a fantastic human being. And, you know, what kills me is, is when I see conservative ink trashing yeah. him. At least he's doing something. What are you doing? Sitting right. from your throne, selling shoes. Shoes. See, you stop. need to stop. Seriously, stop. I'm gonna... no, it was my she did say shoes. Yeah, I just said shoes. Stop. Shoes. Stop. 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 Can I? Stop. <laughs> um, but you know, and getting paid. You know, to to I say a mask things. like that. Huh? Batman. I a mask like that. Mm-hmm. I, I want Batwoman we... though. Did, did Batman have like a butler or a house helper or someone that was like his best friend? Yes, and he didn't cuss. Yeah, okay. <coughs> what was his name? What was Bruce Wayne's side? Alfred. Side Alfred. Alfred. Okay, this is how I picture President Trump with Dan Scavino. His confidant that makes sure everything's in place, not as a butler, but you know what I mean? Like his sidekick, like his yeah. super Robin, and, and he's Batman. He's Bruce Wayne. And he'll come out and say things like Bruce Wayne, all nice. And, oh, I'll just go with the narrative <laughs> and, and answer and talk like I'm going with the narrative. And then behind the scenes, it's like, I'm Batman. You know? Nice mask. So on elections in Colorado, <laughs> Tina, I wanted to say, Batman yes. spoke of Colorado. Yes? Well, Je- yeah. well, Jenna, just the judge just upheld that uh you know, she lost uh, in a case about voter records, so that's good. Just recently, so we're we're making headway. We're like a battering ram. Bam! We're gonna we're gonna get her. We're going after her. Well, She's, how's your you legal know, team now, though, with your hmm. helping America and then kind of feeling like you're flailing? That kind no, of sucks. This is good. No, it's yeah. good. You know, good. when you're when you're yeah, when you're not swayed by money, power, position, and you're not you know you're not afraid. What can they do to you, right? Hey, so, if, the, if the truth is beneath your wings, God will lift you to the heights that you have never seen. That's right. That's you right. You are unstoppable I as just long as you're serving fly. man. Yeah. Yeah. But you're serving man. And, and, and if you're doing it out of service, there's no way he's going to let you drop. Yep. No right. way. I'm you not afraid. To, you know, you it, it's funny because, well, it's not funny, but somebody said to me, they said, well, she's always so happy. How could she be so happy? Maybe she's a fed. I was like, you need to check my bank account. <laughs> you need to check, you know, and it's like, you know, when you have, when you know that you're doing the right thing and you know that, that God is in it, 
I mean, what am I going to do? I'm not showing them that, you know, anything, what they do is getting to me, right? We were talking about that today. <laughs> you know, then they win, right? If you, if you show that they are, you know, uh, they're succeeding, then they're winning and we're, we're not letting them win. Oh, look what I got. What? Oh my gosh, you're handing them out there. I I know you should be here. I am telling you, I am telling you, well, I, I am so touring. (laughs) What about me? No, I'm my, my name is Baroness. Have you seen that? Oh, that action figure that is in her, in her story. That's like totally me. Okay. Totally. Have you seen Baroness? That's me. Oh, wait. I got a bobblehead. I need lipstick though. Hmm. All right. We are closing up. We've been here all day. Yes, oh, and it's been look. an amazing day. There's another oh, one. You look good at that. Oh, I see. Oh. You are Baroness. I am. Oh, Have you dang. Read your story? Dang, I know. I'm, I, you know. Simpson, okay, hold on a second. Marvel. Oh, really? Okay, gotcha. Picking hey. that up. analytics. I predictively analyzed you the story that, that she we was are going to. And then he <laughs> flipped on them to help G.I. Joe. Oh. Here's a picture for y'all for your viewing pleasure. I want that out there. Yeah, I just need to get rid of those thighs that I have right now. <laughs> okay. We've been on for four and a half hours. We gotta That's go. I gotta go eat something. This has been the Are you getting angry? Shop Fire Podcast. <laughs> <sighs> Joe's getting hangry. Come yeah, on. Oh, and let me just say something. That common friend of ours told, you know, the discussions. People stay away from any, you know, big rallies or anything like that on Friday and Saturday. People Go should. buy guns. Go buy ammo. And stay go in buy guns. And go buy ammo. Yeah, and don't go out. Go to them. DCF, right? Do you See? have a commercial you can play? You got my Robin here. Oh, my gosh. I'm- yeah. Hey, I'm your Robin with my glasses. All right. I'm, I'm your Robin. Come on, Tori. Let's do a show together. Yeah, yeah we should. I, the thing is, I haven't even done a show because I've been so busy. Oh. You know Today, what? I've been busy with speaker. I've been so busy. Mm-hmm. And, shh, I got to oh, add it to my guns. <sighs> Can't wait. Go, so go to DCF Guns <laughs> and stock up. Yeah, you got to go to DCF Guns or call okay. 720-515-2006 uh, between the hours of 10 a.m. Mountain Time, which is noon mm-hmm. Eastern, mm-hmm. and 7 p.m. Mountain Time, which is 9 p.m. Eastern. You can actually call them up, say, hey, I need armor. I need guns. Mm-hmm. I need ammo. Mm-hmm. I, you know, my uncle sent me a That's- thing saying, hey, I need, mm-hmm. I need some guns and ammo. Can you help me out? So I got to send him some stuff. You have to support the Second Amendment, and that's the way you do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And free speech like yeah. tonight. And not yeah. creating yeah, a Kyle Rittenhouse version on yeah, not creating Kyle Rittenhouse on Friday. Yeah, no Kyle Rittenhouse. Yes, we don't hey, no, 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 we don't, we don't preach violence. No, we, just we, protection. Just so you know, we're gonna have a we're Tori, we're we're gonna have a twenty four hour uh C D a thon. Yeah. Ooh. That'd be twenty four hours. We're gonna do this twenty four hours straight. Can you imagine? It would be. I'll be here epic. for that. That'll be right? fun. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. I'm taking the antibiotic I'm on and the steroids. I'm on fire. I don't know what those things have, but I am. I feel like I have this battery girl in every room. Seriously, <laughs> I have been. <laughs> I have been on since the minute I woke up and took the medicine. So I think they're fuel. 
um, they're doing their work. Um, right. I, I'm so happy I came on. I'm jealous because all of you have those nice masks. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend my glasses are the Robin ones, so I'm Tina's Robin. I like those. Hey, Sassy like Wabbit no. says Apollo is hot. I and know, you have the I best. Know, lips thank you for thank you for noticing. Thank you for noticing, Apollo. Sassy Wabbit. Drop it like yeah. it's hot. Hot. He's also he, hey, Apollo. Are you? Stop are you on it. <laughs> <laughs> I can take my shirt off too then. Oh, no, well, no, I'm not no. doing that. No, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, this is a family show. <laughs> hey, then they'll be, like, they'll they'll be like, damn, damn. Can I say something? Tina is yes. Batman. I want people to understand what she did. She sat with a common friend of ours that's a, a little spooky, right? Mm-hmm. And got evidence for us. And that spooky friend also sat there and watched them try to erase that evidence too. Mm. And that friend I love, by the criminals. way. Criminals. Yep. Right. You're criminals. Yeah. I love I love my friend that was with you. But I feel horrible because people don't know how dangerous that is. See, for people like me or my friend, we do stuff like that in our lifetime all the time. It's like second nature. But for someone like you that had never encountered a situation like that, to be put in that position against the deep state and fighting for your country. I don't think people understand exactly what you sacrifice. They think they do, but it is huge as someone that has played secretary or coffee girl to do that. I remember the first times I was really tired. You were actually in your office doing this for the whole nation. And people had not recognized that. They just think, Oh, you're just someone that did something. No, it was really difficult. And thank you, Tina. So I'll be your Robin any day. Thank you. So thank you, you very Tori. much. People need to know I'm that. So, I'm so and grateful. And you had the, the best person next to you to do that, too, yes. by the way. Yes. And in front of awesome. That's me. Yes. That's really yes. good wondering. <laughs> <laughs> and Tori, Tori, thank you so much. You know, I didn't raise the Navy still for nothing. That's I like right. to think that I'm carrying on his legacy. And, and, you know, we have to all stand up and fight. This is the. This is it. This is it. And I, I, I listened to what uh, our, pre- our real president said tonight about 2024. We have to stay focused on the ball, you know, keep our eye on the ball, get Trump elected and, um, you know, and not waver and be brave. And I appreciate you guys so much. I, I'm very grateful. You are my family and I'm very grateful for being able to be in this position to be surrounded by such great patriots and the people out there. And thank you guys for the rebel rants. Um, so grateful that you are tuning in to conservative daily and supporting this show, because this is where uh, the real truth comes out. Yeah. Thank indeed. Thank you. Tom. Indeed. Thank and you, Tina, just, just hit me up on text. I'll, I'll come oh, whenever, well. even though my editor will be really upset because we're trying to finish this because Congress mm-hmm. kind of getting the ball rolling. Yeah. Um, I, I just wanted to say thank you again. I I, 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 I don't think thank you is enough because you did do a lot. And and all of us should be praying for Mike right now, too. Yes. You well, know? let's do it. Let's um, do it right now. Let's pray. Can I pray? Yeah. Wait, can we play a song, too? I got to go. Yes. Listen to me. Can we play He's that song? Hangry. Play the song as a prayer. Listen, don't gotta, say a prayer. I want you to listen to it. No, we have, to, so we have to say, we have to say a little, wait, we have, wait. We have to say one prayer because someone in the comments, and I don't remember who it is, speaking of prayer, can I get one for my friend Jane who got hit by a car while Aww. sitting at her desk in her office? She's in bad condition. So we're going to say a prayer. Yeah, yeah so say a prayer. Let's say a prayer and play it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's say a prayer, and then you can play the song while I leave. You guys can do whatever you want. Uh-oh. If I don't eat something. While the- 
cats away. Well, the the cat- mice will play. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Joe. <laughs> you see how I just like, get out. Get out. Come on, get Tom, out. Follow. We'll play. All right. Thank you, Lord. Father God, uh, we are so grateful for the opportunity we have to be here together. We are so grateful for this great nation. We are grateful for the opportunity you have to to step in the gap together, to experience things together, to be able to look back on this, Father, and know that restoration is the thing that we've, we've fought for. That was our mission, and we accomplished it, Father. We look forward to you telling us that a job well done. Mm-hmm. And we are, we, are, we are grateful for people like Mike Lindell, President Trump, and people in Congress that stand up and stand mm-hmm. resolute in truth, Father. Father, we are we are thankful for our families. And even though the journey has been difficult, we're even grateful for the journey you've put us on, for the things, the challenges you've put in our lives, the tests that we have been put through. Father, we are grateful for those. Father, I just ask, I'll start off with a blessing of, of I don't know who the person was, but their friend was hit by a car while sitting at her desk. Father, I just ask you to, to bring comfort to their family. And Father, to heal Heal their friend. Father, I ask you to put a blessing over Mike Lindell. Mm-hmm. I would ask you to calm his spirit, calm his heart, lift the burdens that he's facing, both financially and just uh, spiritually and emotionally. He's just under constant attack. Mm-hmm. Father, I would just ask you to give him the wisdom to fight through these battles and help lift some of these these obstacles that are being put in front of him, Father. But again, I think that he is grateful for the journey that he's been on, regardless of the consequences, regardless of the pain that he feels. And so, Father, I just ask you that you lift up Mike today. Yes. Put a protection around him, Lord. A dome of protection Mm -hmm. around him. Father, I ask you to bless Tina. Mm -hmm. Protect her. She's heading into a trial where they are persecuting her for stepping out and doing the right thing, for protecting the people that elected her to that office. She is stepping out, Father, and she is exposing the evil that exists, the rot, the institutional rot that exists within our system on both sides of the aisle, and the lies and corruption and just flat, just evil, Father. She's, she's in the middle of it, and she's standing with courage. I would just ask you to protect her. I would ask you to bless those that are trying to get her through this case, that you would make sure that they do the right thing, that their conscience prods them, regardless of, of any sort of issues that they may have or agreements they may have or things that they may feel or do, that they be prodded, Father, to do the right thing by Tina, to fiercely defend her, to have her found not guilty. And Father, I would just ask you to, to break down the system that would stop Tina from having justice be served. We've been chasing truth, Father. We've been in this battle for over three years. And I and I don't I don't know what the outcome is. I just know that you win. I know mm-hmm. that, and winning is not even the thing that you're pushing towards. It's 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 bringing back a place where people can follow you, Father. So I just ask that you give us the tools, give us the ability to be humble and stand together, to have grace for each other, Father. I would just ask you to give us the ability mm-hmm. to slow down, to listen to the voices. That would, that would lead us down a path 
that ultimately restores you to not just this country, but to the world, Father. Mm. We've seen many miracles, but none more powerful than the ones of of redemption. Father, Mm. I would just ask you to bless Tori as she as she fights, sometimes alone, as she speaks truth, as she speaks out and forges a path towards bringing us all together, forges a path of accountability. Father, as she actually goes out and, and does this, this film that, that they're getting ready to launch, Father, I would ask you to bless it, that truth may just permeate through it and that the, that, that voice may be heard across the nation. Father, I would ask you to bless, let my people go, that exposes all of the election fraud one by one and the myths and lies that have been told by the left for so long. Father, I would just ask that that we can see truth, feel truth, be able to speak truth and act in that truth. And Father, now I have a very, very bold, bold, bold prayer. Father, we are almost one year away from the election in 2024. And I would ask you, Father, that we may do the hard work together to get rid of the voting machines, get rid of the mail-in ballots, to get to a place where we have transparency for the voice of your people. I would ask, Father, that every eyebrow be raised, every eye opened, every ear turned towards truth. And Father, I would just ask that you give us the boldness and the courage to stand regardless of the consequences against the evil that is trying to run rampant on our our communities, on our country, and in our world. Father, I would just ask you to bless Conservative Daily and the people in the company. I would ask you to bless those people that work around us in the different companies and organizations. Father, I would just ask you to give us the ability to continue our work. Father, I want to bless the people, and I want to say a special prayer for the people that are listening. And I've already asked for a lot. So I'm, I'm, I'm running out of, of goodwill, I bet. But this is really, really important. Father, I would just ask you to lift the hopelessness of those that are listening. Allow them to become ambassadors of truth, mm-hmm. to speak up and to lead in their own environments, to stand together. And Father, I would just ask you to give them the ability to have the courage, mm-hmm. the conviction, the stamina, and the ability to fight through, stand in the gap, and stop those people doing harm in our community, in our society, in our churches, in our schools. Father, we just ask you to protect our children as we go out there and we fight. I ask for these things, Father, humbly, in the name of thy Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. May I say my short prayer? I've never prayed. You've never prayed? Oh, please. Absolutely. Come on. This is my prayer. Yeah. Almighty God, the Father of mercies, and God of all comfort, come to our help and deliver us from this difficulty that besets us. I believe, Lord, that all the trials of life are under your care and that all things that work for the good of those who love you. Take away from us fear, anxiety, and distress. Help us face and endure the difficulty with faith, courage, and wisdom. Grant us that this trial 
we are going through, bring us closer to you. For you are our rock and refuge, our comfort and hope, our delight and joy. And I trust in your love and compassion. Oh, Lord, you have steadied the hand of Peter as he began to sink on the stormy sea. If you are with us and no one is against us, grant to us the shield of faith and the mighty armor of the Holy Spirit to protect us and guide us to do your will. The future I put into your hands. Lord, I follow you to a life in Christ. Amen. Mm, Beautiful. That's always my prayer. Amen. Wow, that was good. Always. You Always. jerk for making me cry. <laughs> I, I, I cry when I, when, I, when I pray too because I feel selfish asking because I know he listens and, 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 and I feel like I take up his time. And I don't think people think he listens and he listens to everything. And I think the only thing that we should pray for is guidance, comfort, protection, and to remove that fear and anxiety because Satan has entered this conversation hardcore and it's so scary because people are not thinking, think the Bible tells you how the story ends. This is extremely biblical. They'll, they're throwing Herod stories at us, beheading babies there. It's Jerusalem that it's happening on. People are cheering for slaughter. This is, these are evil times, so much confusion. And, and, then you have to ask yourself, but Satan knows how it ends. Mm-hmm. Why fun? He knows his time is, is short. And you know, God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And so that's where we, our focus should be. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. No, my pleasure. And, and if you want to cry, you should listen to the prayer. I share this all the time because you know, there's a lot of people that don't know how to pray. Some of them are like, I don't know. Like, what do I say? Is there a prayer? Just talk. Like, I just, yeah. Yes. I just, say that. But if you don't know how, if you don't know, or if you're another religion or you, you're not really Christian, but you kind of think, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. You could be Christian, Jew, Muslim, Hindu. Listen to this. And it is your prayer. You can't help but feel the feels. And that's why I said, Joe, don't go anywhere. Because if you listen to this prayer, you'll be like, okay, I'm going to jam that every day when I don't know what to say. So it's, it's either that or Mr. Is there any Mr. time you don't know what to say? Yeah. No, he won't know. Wait till you listen <laughs> to this. You're going to be like all the other prayers sound like we're asking. This one is the ultimate ask. Um, that's why I feel selfish when I pray. Do you have it? Is this the Sarah? I sent it to you um, earlier. The Sarah Elmer, Carrie Liaison. Yeah, that one. That one yeah, in English. It. Yeah, with yeah. the lyrics. So people yep. can actually read them. Yep. That's a prayer. You all, you all have answered uh, a lot of prayers in my life, just getting to know you all. And mm-hmm. so have all of you listening. So don't, thank don't you touch my butt, with this. though, again. Okay. This one time. I had a couple I had a couple. Heaven's rubbing your hair. I don't know. Dude, the Batman mask just set me off, you know? Can I have this? Is this for me? I'm going to wear this. All right, let's, I... let's hear the prayer. Right, I got to go, yeah. though. Yeah. All right, here we go. We're going to play the prayer, everybody. God bless you. God bless you. And, uh, Please support Tina Peters, realtinapeters.us. Um, yes. I tell you all to follow Tori, but you are all here from her anyway. So, see you later. We love you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've we played several times. Mm. It's incredible. That's yeah, really good. 
Love you, Tina. Love you, Tori. Love you. Thank you, Paula. I love you. For the things we've done and left undone. For the ways we